Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. What a bunch of bulls. Enter the hideout. And be heard. What, what, what's new? What are you doing, Hefe? Ah, what's new, J-Dubs? Welcome to Hour 1 of Another Week, Monday Night in the Hideout. Road Radio 104.1, I am Hefe, that is Dubs. Tonight, we ask that you join us to sunny up our days. Be somebody, call 407-916-1041, star-1041, if you own one of those singular wireless phones. That's the way you do it tonight in the hideout. Also with us, Trunks Corolla, our executive producer, Tommy Bateman on top of the talk and roll controls. Let's see, uh, Matt Albert, our 6'5", 500-pound, 21-year-old black phone screener, is uh, screening those phone calls, and C-Lane is our unpaid producer. Mm -hmm. He is helping out putting up podcasts, hideout available on iTunes, and also on RealRadio.fm. Dubs, Monday night, a lot to go with. A lot of very interesting things. By the way, I want to remind you, when you call, calls, uh, we recommend you use a fake name, a Mm -hmm. hideout name, a nickname, if you will, so you can feel more comfortable telling uh, the truth. Also, too, we ask you for your area code. You will get a grade when you are called, and the uh, order in which your phone call is taken depends on that grade given to you by the phone screener. And if you begin to hear this, just like at the Oscars and you were giving a speech, that means... Wrap it up. Speed it up. You only have about 18 seconds to finish your point. Otherwise, you drown out, just as if you were an Oscar winner. Bitch off. Next caller. And that's the way it works here on a Monday night in the hideout, J-Dubs. Uh, let's see. In honor, well, kind of not necessarily in honor, but in a way of educating ourselves mm-hmm. because we're getting into that point where right now we're doing what feels good. Yeah, we, uh, we just do what we want to do at this point of our lives. Later on in our life, we're going to be paying for it. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Could be tomorrow for some of us. It's just like a credit card. And the president of uh, UCF had a heart attack. Mm-hmm. We're going to have on a doctor who's going to tell us what signs to look for. Um, when, a, when a, a heart attack is coming on, and in addition to that, how to possibly survive it if you are alone. Whenever you have uh, anybody, you read about anybody having a heart attack, or you have anybody in your family have a heart attack, it really makes you think about your mortality as well. Oh, there's no doubt. Every time you're like, Jesus, how far am I away from just grabbing my chest? And uh, we'll do that in addition to, uh, let's see, a very interesting thing about caffeine and how... There's a specific thing that can speed up the caffeine going through your body, mm-hmm. and you will be shocked as to what it is. So we will talk about that. Uh, in addition, J-Dubs, this evening, I also want to give a very, very big shout-out to my two Jesus. teams. No, well, nah. To my two teams still left in the World Cup. These are my teams. I've been lifelong fans of these, not only in soccer, but in every other major sport. America's gone. 
And that is uh, Brazil and Italy. As those are my teams in the World Cup. What about Mexico? I'm partly Brazilian, partly Italian. No, you aren't. So You're 100% Mexican. You always brag about it. I've got, I don't know why. I've got those uh, that blood running through my veins, mm-hmm. and I'm really excited. Italians with a big win today. And, of course, the Brazilians taking on Ghana tomorrow. Don't and I, care. And I just hope some part of my bloodline can bring that home. America's out of it. Don't care. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Now, along that same topic, Dubs, my little brothers who happen to not share the same bloodline as me, they're mm. all they're 100% uh, Mexican. My One of my little brothers, actually both of them really big into soccer, and I know it's going to sound contradictory, but it's not. He wants to join the soccer team at his high school. He's working out very hard this summer, motivated by the World Cup. He wants to join the soccer team. This is what worries me. Every four years, these kids get motivated for nothing. You have no future in American soccer. That is not true. Look at little Freddie Adu. Yeah, look at him. He was, uh, in any other sport, he was like the LeBron James of soccer, and he still doesn't matter. He's not even American, is he? He was born in Ghana. He was count. he? <laughs> so well, I do know he parties at college uh, frat parties. So even though he's fourteen, mm-hmm. the little stud. So anyway, um, oh by the way, SBK says great topic. I worry about heart attacks and living alone. <laughs> SBK, this show's for you, my friend. We got a couple of things that are going to tie into that really, mm-hmm. really well. Um, but nonetheless, so my little brother wants to join the soccer team now. If he were in my home countries of Brazil or Italy, I think it would work out fantastic. However, he is in Katy, Texas. Yeah, there's not a lot going on. I don't know that him joining the high school soccer team is going to help him out. He already lives in a fruit of a city. Why doesn't he, uh, you know, be a be a cheerleader? It's a, it's a city named after a chick. He might as well be a cheerleader at that point. Uh, you're right. There is nothing outstanding about Katy, Texas. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. You're very well uh, clued in there. But regardless... Are all the street signs pink? No, then... I'm not going to think about it. That doesn't matter. Purple. Purple doesn't matter. What I'm saying is, I need to talk my little brother out of joining the soccer team. I say uh, cheerleading. I'm completely honest. I think there's more uh, more of a future in America as a male cheerleader. You can be president afterwards. Uh, he is turning 16... In about a month. So you think he has a better shot growing up? A male cheerleader. Than being a soccer player? Mm-hmm. And the ACLU's behind uh, men cheerleaders right now, too. Like, literally? Is this a gay, <laughs> no. is this a gay topic I, you're segueing into? Well, I mean, I know the ACLU gets that kind of reputation for right. being a little... Right. But, um... Not team. I, hold on a second, though. I thought that dudes could always be a part of the cheerleading team. They can be a part of the team in Michigan. They just can't take part in the competitions. So are you saying that Dodgeball, uh, the great untold story, wasn't set in Michigan? Because remember, he plays Dodgeball, then he goes to the cheerleading competition? Nah, it must about, not have been in Michigan. What about Bring It On? That wasn't set in... Uh... No, that was uh, that was California. Uh, that wasn't in Howell? No, it wasn't Howell or Brighton, for that matter. <laughs> All right, Nowhere it... near uh, Branch County. All right, four. Shut up! I hate you. <laughs> You're with the bit a little too far. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. All right, so no soccer. Yes, cheerleading. Cheer, yes, cheerleading. It's not the best uh, social as, move. As a sixteen-year-old kid, what do you mean? Uh, I mean, we had a, a guy who went out for the cheerleading team in our uh, high school. 
again, he could be a part of the team. He just couldn't go to the competitions. And uh, he just got ripped on immediately. There was no redeeming factor to it. So it's like social suicide? Yeah, yeah. You know, that's the first way to be suspected. Mo. Huh. In high school, you just don't want that. Also, too, I mean, I know it's pretty, <laughs> I know it's pretty gay to be in the band anyway. <laughs> but if a dude was in the band and played flute, I always know he took a lot of no, crap. No, 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 not flute. If he was like uh, one of the flags. Oh yeah. Hey, All right, come on. No flag. I hate guy. that oh. flag. Just say queer. No, <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So hold on a second. Let me get this right. Mm-hmm. So it's social suicide if you're a 16 year old male. To be <laughs> on the soccer team, cheerleading squad, or in the band. Yes. <laughs> I, I like that little sound effect. Yeah, I combine the two. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Drama Club. <laughs> Drama Club is another one. I No, I completely disagree about Drama Club. Why? I was in Drama Club, and I was a poon hound what in high you? school. What? <laughs> Okay. All right, stop. It's just the back-to-back. Back I'm not. I'm serious. Stop. What, what's the other one? Is it honor guard or color guard? That's the one with the flags. Yeah. Oh, is it? And you just go around what, when it rains or when someone dies, you just carry the flags around? No, you, uh, you're you over there doing it like a baton. It's uh, pretty horrible. You know how to handle the poles. Hmm. That's why they have the flags there. Okay. <laughs> Come on already. <laughs> They're encouraging me no, to press the button. I don't care if they are or not. I'm annoyed, so stop. I know you're annoyed, but I don't want any th- anyone to think I'm... <laughs> so I'm caving into peer pressure. Alright, so let me get this straight. Mm-hmm. Because much like my little brother now, yeah. who is 16, mm-hmm. uh, about to turn 16, going to... It's his... Loverboy, right? Yeah, it is Loverboy. Mm-hmm. Uh. He wants to go into the, onto the soccer club. Mm-hmm. So I tell him no. No. Also avoid cheerleading. Also avoid drama club. Uh, dude, I'm telling uh, you, drama club. You do not want to avoid. There are a lot of chicks there, and if you, if you happen to be hetero in the drama club, that's a big F. Then you're gonna get a lot of those chicks. I know. Um, band. What? That's so funny. I don't get what the comedy is there. I was just now, have you, ever, have you ever been a new person in the school? Uh, oh yeah. You've uh, you in high school have you been the new person? Not in high school, it was middle school. What what were the uh things that you looked out for first day? Because first day is like crucial cuz everybody knows, hey, there's a new kid, there's a new kid. And uh do you kind of choose your friends wisely at that point? Do you Yeah, well, I mean, at the, when you're the new kid, you want to be accepted by whoever. Really? You at least want to be able to have a friend. However, I know my big mistake when I was the new kid in the sixth grade, moving mm-hmm. from Midland to Grand Prairie, Texas, was wearing a uh, very tight white Batman shirt. <laughs> and I <laughs> <laughs> and I remember <laughs> I could see wearing it today, honestly, dude. dude here's the, so I'm sitting after school because my dad was the assistant principal uh, at the high school, and. Like, I had to wait for him to come pick me up. I can so imagine I, that wingspan on that Batman. I literally had to sit there at Truman Middle School till 5.30 mm-hmm. until my dad was able to pick me up. So, Doug. Doug was the guy who was in the eighth grade but could drive. Yeah. And he was... Wa- I love that guy. He was walking by as I was standing next to the flagpole, 
and goes, Batman sucks, you fat blank. <laughs> and I remember sitting there just thinking, oh, my God, what is this? What have I done? And that's how I initially... I know, I if I never had to be the new person at school, but I always imagined if I did, I would go there just completely plain, not doing it. Like, I'm not talking to anybody, waiting for someone to approach me for the first few days and kind of feel out the cool crowd from the uh, dork crowd. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Hour one in the Hideout Real Radio 104.1 on a Monday night. Come on in. 407 star 104.1 on your singular wireless phone. Uh, for those of you that missed Friday's show, you mm-hmm. missed the new added element to the hideout, and that is our video game challenges. We have the video games that we can hook up here in studio, and anytime there's any sort of an altercation or fight on the air, it can, debate get, at all. Yeah, it can get solved through this, so we can have a true winner who ends up then being uh, the other person being the true loser. And that was a very fun added bonus. A lot of people emailing me ideas for games. Oh, good. Um, and cause on Monday or on Friday, it was basketball. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think some racing games we're going to throw in, maybe old school Super Mario Brothers. But that's going to be a fun way to uh, solve some of our issues here in the hideout. We dubs. need Mario Kart. Uh, F-Zero is a game I'd love to have for these old Super Nintendo but we were talking about ways to commit social suicide in school. Yeah. Because my little brother wants to join the soccer club, and you think that, along with cheerleading or making the wrong friends or sitting at the wrong lunch table. Or chorus, you know? You know. Like the choir or chorus uh, squad. Now, let me ask you, what are some of those ways, I got like one in particular, where you make social suicide at work? Because you know occasionally it can happen at work. Yeah. Like... If you're the new new guy coming into the building, all of a sudden there's a way that you can really screw yourself over with your new coworkers. Well, you can you can be uh, over joking guy, you know, like you know trying to uh, impress with your your quick uh, line jokes there that are the canned ones, you know, that you aren't being witty. You're just saying these these stupid uh, uh, sometimes racial jokes over and over again. What if you're the guy throwing out movie lines like "Yeah, baby"? Just trying to ho- hopefully that you're just hoping that will you know spark a conversation with anybody. All right, here's the one, and you, this happens in our business a lot, and I don't know if it happens anywhere else, but it's the guy who will like try to justify how cool he was in the past. Mm-hmm. Meaning, we had the guy the guy who used to work here doesn't work here anymore, but worked for promotions over at Magic. Remember how he used to say, you know, I didn't always do a job like this. I used to work for a record label that had yeah. Nickelback. Always running down your resume over and over again to the same people never works out for you because they know your resume. Yeah, just, they know what what you did. Just the overly uh, bragging and stuff like that. So anyway, I, I guess i got to let my little brother know then. Yeah, that, say no. That's not the way that you flow. Uh, 407-916-1041, and Star 1041 on his singular wireless phones. Dubs, in just a second, we're going to talk to Dr. Ken Cronhouse, uh, who's going to give us some tips as far as surviving a heart attack and how to know when one is coming on, because the president over at UCF uh, had an issue, had a heart attack over the weekend. Yeah, that, that was a shocker. Now, SBK, I'm chatting with him on the Instant Messenger, mm-hmm. and he says one of his biggest fears is he lives at home alone, 
It's having a heart attack when he's all alone at home and then just dying, being left there, you know, to yourself. Yeah, that, that can be frightening where, uh, you know, you dying is bad enough, but knowing that probably no one's going to find you for three or four days and you're just going to sit there and rot is worse. Our EJ from the U says, I used to play for Miami. Kill me. My life is all downhill now. <laughs> That's true. You have nothing else to look forward to. He's you, that, you're looking back forever. He's that guy who's always wearing his Miami jersey. <laughs> you're Al Bundy. And his ring. Yeah, EJ from the U is Al Bundy. He's a heretic. Um, C Lane from the back room says, along with along with Matt Albert, uh, there's another one, the guy who quotes Anchorman way too much. Yeah. So there's always that one, too, where you're just way over the top and annoying. How about the badass? The guy who comes in just thinking that he can beat everybody up, but you, you look at him, he doesn't look like a whole hell of a lot, and no one started anything with him yet, so why is he being a badass? Why is he going around pumping himself up, doing yeah. all that kind of fun stuff? Yeah, we're talking about the, the fight he got in at the bar over the weekend. You know, hey, anybody messes with me, and hey, dude, you're cool, too. Anybody messes with you, I got your back. I'm that badass. I soul brother brings up a good point. He goes, I don't want to die at home alone in my place because I don't want my mama to see my filth. <laughs> He's right, though. Always clean your place, then. Well, could you? No, please. Why? That's why you don't have someone there so you can live like a pig. All right, let me ask. If you die, mm-hmm. if you were to die, what's the most embarrassing thing that people would find about you? Like if they were going through your stuff. Let's say you and your chick. Let's let's dream for a second. You and your chick get in a car accident. All right. I inherit your pets. Mm-hmm. I immediately send Sadie Lou off to the uh, Humane Society and I you keep would your never, dog. You would never. Now, what is hiding in your place that you would be embarrassed of? Really, not a whole hell of a lot. I mean, I, there's I, no I, toys I, or anything. No, no toys. I mean, we have like the uh, lotions and that kind of stuff for the sexual time. But uh, other than that, just porn. Those are the two things that are hidden. Uh, here's here's my big one. I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, I have a box. Speaking of porn, fine. But I have a box that is the size of man. I, I'm trying to think of you know like what you would get a computer monitor. Yeah, yeah, just uh, just a normal box with the TV in. Size yeah, of a TV. A smaller TV, like a 13 inch. Okay. You know something, but still. Yeah. Just filled. With pornography mm-hmm. hiding in my closet, and I think, th- and if some people happen to see some of those titles, that's where I would get embarrassed because I didn't go buy them. No, we got we get them for free in this business. Like uh, people will come up and drop off their old porn for us, which we enjoy, and we really haven't had a whole lot of up here yet. But it, it, some of the things are crazy. So if my, you know, let's say I get an accident or something, my mom has to come claim my stuff, and she sees that. <laughs> oh Jesus! My the good thing about mine. And uh, there's a lot of sick stuff in that box, but it's not all one thing. Like, it's not all feet. It's not all... So you can't pinpoint my fetish. There's a lot of stuff to throw you off the scent. So dirty. And there is a scent in that box. When I came down here, I left two computers up in my uh, old room up in Frederick. Mm -hmm. And uh, my mom asked me, can I get rid of these? And I I said, yeah, just make sure you format 
the hard drive. <laughs> He's like, why? Is there anything on that? Uh, you know, there could be some corrupted files. I don't, I'm not sure. Just get, just make sure there's nothing on them when what, you get rid what, of it. What were you afraid of? Uh, the gigs upon gigs of porn. Uh, what kind of porn, though? Oh, everything. Fat Dirty? Chicks, skinny chicks, big boobs, you, you big have, butts. You have fat chick porn. Sometimes you get bored, you know, and you want I to see agree. some rubbing. I do. You know, I, the main reason he wanted that formatted? Why? <laughs> I do agree, though. I will be searching for porn. You know what? I'm going to go with fat chicks tonight. I don't know why. It just sounds fun to me. And I get the fat ones. I don't even I don't mess around with the chubby. What, like it's I, clowns or something? No, I get, like, just the obese ones. Right. And I'm able to perform. Oh, yeah. That won't stop me. No. As long as they got a nice face, it's I'll always... It. And I'm not, nothing nothing uh, against the black people, but it's always a black dude in there. See, I, Always. I like to stay away from that stereotypical porn. I like white on white when it's my chubby woman. Um, all right, 407-916-1041, Going back to the people who can commit social suicide at work, um, Uber Noodle says, how about the guy at work who won't stop, uh, won't stop talking about how cool or fast his car is? That's kind of replaced with motorcycle. You got a lot of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? We also got in the IM, uh, the guy who always asks you, having fun yet? You look like you're having fun. And you're, you're just sitting, staring at the computer. There's That's a- me. All right, hold on a second. There's, there, here's, one, here's a big one. There's always the guy who wants to have a conversation mm-hmm. when it's just not warranted. No. He just doesn't know when to sit in silence. Jimmy D? Yes. Uh- <laughs> okay, I wasn't going to call out the D, but yes. As- we're, we're, we're sitting in there trying to work, and you know we know we have four hours of talking on the horizon. Let me ask you, is this something that a dude shouldn't do? Hmm. Fish for compliments? Oh, yeah. You kn- <laughs> I, Jimmy, I hate that. Jimmy D was guilty of that This just before the show. <laughs> he comes in rubbing his, like, newly shaved bald head. How uncomfortable. And I'm just, and he's just sitting there waiting for me to comment on it. Just, you know, doing... <laughs> and I'm like, uh, looks good. I don't know if that's his new haircut. I don't know what's going on. Oh, thanks, man. Just did it. What do you think of the beard? And I'm like, come on, what are we doing here? Don't, aren't we guys? There's no reason for us to be sitting around complimenting each other's looks. We haven't had this guy at this station yet, but we've had him, I think, at every other one. Touchy-feely guy. Who is always just a bad move and no one wants to be around him. I remember at our last station, the guy, he got called out by a few of the radio personalities. And he eventually got fired. Yeah, because he would just come up and, like, Put his arm around you, start rubbing your shoulders. If you're out smoking, he makes a beeline right for you and puffs a uh, cigar. And then he offers his wife up for a three-way, which I appreciate, but I don't want any part of anything you've been a part of. I didn't get that offer. I got it. Maybe it's because I'm Brazilian and Italian. Mm -hmm. You know who who that guy is here? Who? Cabin Boy. Cabin Boy's touchy-feely? I don't know. I just wanted to throw it out there, see if anybody agreed, (laughs) see if anybody else had been touched. I've never been touched. Have you? No. Just wanted to see. He All does right. look like he'd be touchy-feely guy. Yeah, he does. He's, he looks like he'd be hug guy. Always wants to give you a hug when he's drunk. When uh, when Chunks first started, he was smelly guy. Oh, please. We've all been smelly guy at one point. You were. Oh, I was, too. But, like, he, I would talk to him, try to give him directions. He'd, like, say something back and apologize, as usual. And it would just so. be the biggest, like, just brush of death. Hitting your face. All right, Chunks passed this along. Apparently, SBK is not alone. Uh, dying alone 
is the biggest fear for men. I'm looking at this list. All right, the other ones are crazy. And, and by the way, it overshadows just about any other one. Dying alone. I would say that that that'd probably be men's biggest fear, or anybody's biggest fear. No one wants to die alone. All right, there's a list of seven. We got prizes? Yeah. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Yeah, we have uh, a pair of tickets to Cypress Gardens. Uh, win it before you can buy it. Damon Wayne's still standing on DVD. Also, too, we got Texas Instruments Super Stretch Suite at the Bush Series, Winn-Dixie uh, Win 250. Tell you what, I'll give out to the first two people who can list two of the other six fears. All right, think about it. You're a guy, mm -hmm. all right? What are your biggest fears just in life? 407-916-1041, I've got a list of seven. Number one is dying alone. I have a list in front of me, too, but I have one that's not on the list. We'll take a break. We'll come back. If they get yours, even. Okay. I'll say we'll give them a prize to the first two who can get it. It's a Hideout Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 104.1, hour one Monday night. Hey, what is it about dying alone, you think, guy? Because it was 33.9% of guys who, that's their biggest fear, dying alone. What is it? It's just the whole fact of not only dying, but n no one caring enough to even uh, look for you for a few days. I think that's the problem. Yeah, because what happens when you say, oh, so-and-so died alone? The first the th thing that first comes to mind is, goes, oh, that's sad. Yeah. Not not the dying part as much as the alone part. I would just want someone to be around for my like last words. Why? Just for whatever it could be, just like so I could have some sort of a message to pass on. What message could you pass on? I don't I don't think I'm that important to need to pass along the last message. But I don't want. All right, let me ask you: If you had one around, just mm. really quickly, if you had a tape recorder around, because we always have one somewhere, would you grab a tape recorder to and try to like? Leave a message. Sure. And let me ask, if it happened to say chunks, would we play it on the air? Oh yeah, and we couldn't get his permission, but then again, he couldn't sue us. It, yeah, uh, and if I died, my message would be for chunks. Be go get me water. <laughs> Before I die, get me one last water. Um. Enjoy hell. Mm -hmm. How about that one? Oh, for me. Yeah. I'm going to heaven. Uh, Jesus loves me. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Are we uh, ready to see if people can guess some of the other ones on this uh, poll, Dubs, as far as men's biggest fears? Yep, we have uh, seven different options, or, or actually eight, but the first one was dying alone. So uh, let's start with Pam in the 407. What do you got, Pam? Hey, how about having a stroke? Stroking out? Was that on the list? Uh, stroking out, not on the list. I'm sorry. That probably goes into the general, you know, dying alone, mm -hmm. I'd assume. And a stroke, just because of all the people who have had strokes lately, it looks like a terrible time with the Dick Clarks out there and everything and how long it takes him to start talking again. Right, exactly. Pasta in the 407, what do you got? Man, there are so many. I was thinking about it, and guys are afraid of a lot of things, but mine was, how about having your in-laws move in with you? <laughs> in-laws? Oh, uh, that is not on the list. That's shocking that it did not make it. But if we think, like, let's say 
your chick's parents are too old to care for themselves. That's why they make homes. And they have to move in with They you. better have saved up their money. Because oh. they're, they're going to a really crappy home. They're going to one where you get burned with cigarettes. All right. That is, uh, that is truly awful. Let's go to Rob in the 321. What's up, Rob? Hey, uh, not being able to perform sexually. All right. That is on there. Congratulations. You were one of the first two. Hold on, my friend. You're a winner. Yeah, yeah. losing a virility was number four on the list, and 11%, that's of uh, men's biggest fears. So not being able to perform anymore. Let me ask you, I don't think it would bum me out all that much. Really? I, I'd be afraid of losing my chick because she would need it. It would save me a hell of a lot of time. But I just, I almost think it would be like a Costanza type thing where all the light, life is just so much better. I'd finally be able to take advantage of uh, 1.30 to 3 o'clock uh, in the afternoon. I knew it. That's why you never respond back to my IMs. Leave me alone at that time, please, for the love of Christ. I'm just going to stay home from that time and just <laughs> keep IMing and calling. If you do call Dubs, here's what the conversation sounds like. Dick, you do the honors, buddy. Let's count it down. Thank you, Ryan. We're less than 30 seconds away from the big moment, and we're coming up on... 20 seconds, 30 seconds, there it goes, they're waiting in anticipation, oh, what a legend, there we go now, look at her, oh, all right, there it goes, down she goes, 50, 40, 13, 12, uh, 8, 7, 6, uh, 4, I do count down, too. Two, there it is. There's the countdown. Slacker in the 407. What's up, guys? I got a guess for you. What? How about being cheated on? All right, being cheated on, you puss not on there. Who cares? Yeah. That's just a license. You move on. That's a free card. All right, here's what's so funny. Um, Lindsay and Dan up in Ontario, Canada listening on RealRadio.fm has to be not getting sex. That falls into the virility thing. And EJ from the U says losing his penis in a horrible accident. I think what kind that, of accident? I think that falls into the same thing. I don't know. You're it wood get, chipper. It, get, it gets caught in that hole in the stall. Wood chipper, whatever. <laughs> All right, your biggest fears. Dubs, we still got some guesses? Yeah, we got plenty here. Uh, let's go with Eric in the 407. What's up, Eric? Uh, how about being paralyzed? Paralyzed is a fear of mine. Is it on the list, though? Dub's not on the list. All right. Sorry. No one's guessed mine yet, either. Although, uh, I could have given him one. Mm, I could have given him a little leeway, but it, nah, it's not the same. It's Steve in the 407, what do you got? I'd say being bald, man. All right. It's not that bad to you be bald. It doesn't It doesn't rank up there in death, does you it? You know what? It's on the list. Congratulations. <laughs> You're our second winner, dude. Damn you. I look at this list. Losing hair was number six. Number six. Out of biggest fears in the world for men, losing hair. We have a few more. Do you want to go through them real quick and see? Yeah, just, just for fun? Yeah, just take the calls. Ryan in 386, what do you got? Hey, guys, I was going to guess drowning. Drowning. Uh, that would go into dying alone. I, that would be awful, drowning alone. Well, I mean, I think drowning with someone else, he's still... I'd rather have someone to hold on to and hug. I'd rather have someone to step on and maybe get up above that uh, water. Give me a push, give me a boost. <laughs> Wayne in A13, what do you got, Wayne? Wayne. Hey, how about wife or children dying? Ah, uh, yeah, uh, family dying around you. 
Uh, no. I think that goes in the dine alone part, too, because that's just one less person that will be there if you uh, if you die. That's a new lease on life. You got insurance money you're collecting, and that means you got new money for new broads. Bill in the 407, what do you got? How about an IRS audit? IRS audit? Probably not on the list. I have a feeling one of those... If you aren't breaking the damn law, don't worry. I don't know. I have a feeling one of those is coming for me soon. <laughs> Just because I'm Brazilian and Italian. Please don't um, say you're Italian. Look at me. If you wouldn't... I'm a stud, <laughs> and my team has moved on to the uh, Elite Eight in the World Cup, my team. Wild Hawk in the 407, what do you got? Uh, this like may sound like a stab at Hefe, but I, my biggest fear is bleeding from my back. From my through, you're from your back area. Yeah, my back. My yeah, from the bottom. You're an ass, Wild. No, Hawk. he he was being serious. He did, said. By the way, it sounded like a stab. But hold it's on not. a second, really quickly. Mm-hmm. So I talked to my mom this weekend, and my grandfather, who is 78, has the same problem as me. Just happened to him for the first time though. Ouch. And that uh, bleeding back there. And he has to have surgery. Oh. And I'm thinking, uh-oh. I got to go get mine checked out. My mom's like, you haven't done it yet? And I'm like, yeah, I was waiting for it to go away. But now Gramps has to go get that done. Son of a bitch, dude. Yeah, he, you're aging quicker than your grandpa. All right, Dubs, take a break. We come back. Everybody stay on hold. And we will give you the final men's biggest fears so far, dying alone, 33.9%. Losing virility, 11%. Losing hair, 7.1%. I want you to think hard about this, guys. What is your biggest fear? We'll take a break. We'll come back. It's a hideout. Row Radio 104.1. Answers next. Wrapping up hour one in the hideout, Row Radio 104.1. We've got some really good ones up here on the board. By the way, stay tuned for Dr. Ken Cronhaus. Uh, First doctor in Central Florida to develop the revolutionary 3D heart scan. He's going to uh, talk to us about some heart issues. Just kind of thinking about it because of uh, the uh, the president of UCF and his heart attack over the weekend. It's mm-hmm. something all of us should know, men or women, how to identify a heart attack and what to do just in case. Obviously, you want to call 911, but what you can do while you're taking care of yourself or a loved one, that'll be coming up in just about... Uh, 12, 15 minutes. Right now, though, men's biggest fears. One's off the board, Dubs. Dying alone, losing virility, losing hair. There are only four more left to guess, and then your bonus. All right, here's uh, Mims in the 321. What do you got, Mims? I have singing in public. Singing in public. Oh, I'm sorry, this is Tiana. Uh, And Tiana. Speaking in public. uh, Speaking in public. Now, that is a general one that a lot, a lot of dudes have, or a lot of people have, but it's not one that made a list as far as guys go. Yeah, I, it, it I, was a huge fear of mine, but uh, I, don't, I don't think that ranks up there with death. Let me say this as far as this is concerned, for those of you trying to uh, mm-hmm. come in and win for the sake of winning. Think very selfishly. Yeah. Just in all of these. They're very selfish things. Mim- uh, a nice Ebola. Mm-hmm. No, that's not an STD. Oh, you can get it through sexually uh, sexual activity. You can get it from being breathed on. Whatever. There's a lot of breathing during I sexual activity. You bang someone who has Ebola, you're getting it, condom or not. So there, Scary. take that. Was that STD on the list, though? Uh, no. All right. Justin in the 407. What do you got, Justin? Oh, one of the greatest fears being attacked by a shark. All right. Maybe back in '84, right after Jaws. Yeah. All right, LG has this one. Uh, witnessing the Mavs 
lose an NBA championship. Actually, that's what Jack has in the 407. What do you got, Jack? I got a favorite sports team losing the game, man. Not on there. No. Ass. Seriously, a lot of people hate that, though. Uh, I've been there. You just heard me live it out on the air uh, Mm -hmm. during all last week and literally destroyed, and you can relive it on the podcasting. Related, Jason in the 407, what do you got? How about getting hit with uh, Chunks Maloik? Bitch. There's the fear of the Maloik on there. The fear of the Maloik's not on there. What about having an imaginary rope on your back? That's me, too, with my OCD that I have. That's real, you know. I've, I've seen that rope. You've seen me spin to get out of it. <laughs> Joe in the 407. Just make the web tighter. What do you got, Joe? Hey, uh, how about being raped in jail? Jail rape is only a fear if you're in jail, buddy. For so. sex. Although, I, I'm surprised it did not make it on this men's biggest fear list, now that I think about it. I'm sure there's a fear of rape. Yeah, but it's not nothing It goes through your mind every day unless you are in the position to be raped every day. I don't know. I mean, you could just be walking in your car. <laughs> you just hear that coming from behind you? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> That's then, sneaking up on you. Then all like, of a sudden you know it's big trouble. I see, like, this, like, <laughs> the, the rapist is like Matthew Lesko, like, hey, you're going to get it now. And he's, like, behind your car or something. I have a government pay for your rape. Okay. All right. fan says, um... Getting locked in the trunk of a car while the car plummets into the ocean and drowning. I think that's another dying alone thing. Yeah. I think that falls right into that subcategory, or a general category. Greg in the 407, what do you got? Um, It's not as elaborate, but uh, your girl getting fat. (laughs) Yeah, that's a fear. (laughs) That should be on the list. I got to say, that should go above some of these. I'll tell you where that one falls in, because people just aren't getting it. Getting divorced. Yeah, getting divorced uh, is number seven. That's the (laughs) the last one. Yeah. That's what people fear the least. I look at this list, and a lot of it has happened to me. Really? I'm sure at some point they all will. You've gone through the worst of the worst. Uh, Now all you got to look forward to is dying alone. I've gone through the the bottom three. Jimbo in the 407. What up, buddy? Yo. Hey, bro. Hey, dude, picking up a prostitute, and then when you're done, you find out it's a man. I've been through that one. (laughs) But I found out beforehand, and I was still into it. I mean, I don't see anywhere where experimenting is a fear. You gotta gotta Well, you're afraid at first. You know, you're a little trembling. It takes that guy to do that first uh, uh, gene, gene rub. All right, let me go. Let's run through this. Okay. Losing money is number five. Mm-hmm. All right. Seven, getting divorced at 3.9%. Losing hair, 7.1% was number six. Number five, losing money. So losing all your money uh, at 9.4%. That one happened to me. Um, technically, it wasn't my money. It was hers, but still. Uh, losing virility, number four, with 11%. Number three for guys, as far as biggest fear goes, grown old. Yeah, they, I look at old people and I get sad. I'm like, I can't imagine being at that point where it takes me that long to get out of my car. Part of that is getting sad, but then you got to think too of man, they've probably they've lived a lot, they've seen a lot. Exactly, they've lived a lot, but they got don't get anything to look forward to anymore, and that's mm. sad. Maybe death. Maybe you know what? At some point, you're like, 
wow, my day would consist of getting up in the morning, watching television, drinking some coffee out on the porch, if I have to, running over to the Piggly Wiggly. And that's that's my thing. That's what, that's what my day is. Oh. That doesn't seem so... Dude, it yeah. seems terrible. The old, Getting a new walker. Hold on, but the older we get, the easier life becomes. So then you have things like DVR. But uh, the easier life becomes, but the harder pooping gets. Please. Have you seen me? Have you seen what I'm going through? My yeah, grandpa's going through the same thing? You're going to have a hell of a time when you're 70 oh, if you're having this much trouble now. I'm going to make 70. You really <laughs> think I'm going to make 70? Come on. I'm, I'm just trying to make you feel good, man. Please. I'll be happy to see 50. At this point, at this rate, 30. Number two, as far as men's biggest fears, losing a limb. Now, I almost gave it to the guy who said paralyzed, but it's not the same no. thing. No. Uh, you know, having that phantom hand where you think you can shake someone's hand and then you just put a hook out there and they can't grab it. Remind, me to, remind me to tell you a story uh, later on in the night about the... Uh, well, I can tell it to you now real quickly. Okay. The, there's, I guess, the Finnish jackass. Uh, jackass. They're from mm-hmm. Finland. And they're called Dudesons. Okay. And they're going to be coming to Spike TV and... Maybe let's even see about getting an interview chunks with those guys. Spike TV, they're always willing to throw out their people. And these guys, one of them is this big fat guy. Mm-hmm. All right, He's the big fat guy of the crew, so we'll call him Chunks. and Or Matt, whatever. I was reading the article about them, and I'm thinking, I hate this. This is so, I feel like I'm getting old because this doesn't entertain me anymore, the whole jackass wild stunt stuff. Yeah. Until I turned the page and saw where they play belly darts. Then I started laughing hysterically, where on the big fat guy, they draw in... A bullseye? Uh, the whole dart board. Mm-hmm. And they throw the darts at him, and you can see the darts sticking out of his big fat belly and skin. <laughs> and I don't know why, but I'm like, whew, alright, that's funny to me still. I'm not too old. I don't know if it's an old thing or if all of them have been done, you know? But along the losing the limb line, so apparently the b- big fat guy likes to wrestle bears. <laughs> And he lost he lost his thumb wrestling a bear, like it, it bit it off. Well, they were able to get the thumb back and put it on, but the circulation and everything didn't go back. So he was there with a dead, like now rotten, black oh. thumb on his hand. Okay? So this is how hardcore and extreme these guys are. Instead of, it was going to take a week or something for him to cut it off. Finally get to the time where it's time for him to cut it off. Instead of just cutting off the thumb, he goes, hey, I got an idea. You guys got the video camera? I'm going to take a bite out of the thumb. (laughs) And so he literally takes a chunk out of his own thumb, but stops short of actually swallowing it. He doesn't swallow it. That's not going all the way, then. I would have said, hey... If you're really going to be that hardcore, swallow. Why don't you deep fry it, put a little <laughs> ketchup on there, and eat some, the dump? Some Drake's batter. You know what I mean? <laughs> a little make it, shake and bake. Yeah, make it a nice little uh, wing. All right, uh, before we go to break, let me give you my biggest fear real quick. Mm-hmm. And I'm not being a shock jock at all. Shock jock. Shock jock. Birthing a retard. Having, getting a chick pregnant and it coming out disabled or retarded. Given your genes and your drug history, it's going to happen. No. Why do you think I'm so careful, too, of not getting a chick pregnant? (laughs) Karma's a bitch. Uh, And you realize, hold on a second, none of us can either. Otherwise, you lose all your jokes. 
Why not? <laughs> no. Screw, you, that, it, no. That, that's just going to become the new word for retard. No. Absolutely not. By the way, rounding out top fear, it started it all. I'll talk about how you laid the papers down today and yeah. Di- dying alone, the top fear, and tied into that. Coming up One next, of it chases its tail. We're gonna have Dr. Ken Cronhouse, uh, first doctor in Central Florida to develop the revolutionary 3D heart scan. Um, what is his office? Lake Cardiology? Is that what that is? Chunks. Yeah, that's his office. All right, very cool. And he is. Um, He's going to tell us about like heart attacks, how to identify them, how to save ourselves. All this because of the UCF doctor or uh, president who had a heart attack over the weekend survived mm. it. But and ladies, don't think you're left out of this because women die of heart disease uh, more so than men do because they just happen to ignore it. So we'll talk about that next. Learn a little something, uh, Matt Albert. Next in the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Here we go, Monday night. Kicking off hour two here in the hideout, Road Radio 104.1. All right, Dubs, uh, just a second, we'll get to our guest. Uh, but tomorrow, I'm excited about this. Magic fans, it's a big time of year right now. Mm-hmm. Rebuilding the team around some of a very fresh young talent. Uh, to, with Wednesday's NBA draft, tomorrow, NBA draft expert Herb Greenberg. And this guy's legit. He's uh, worked for a number of organizations. So, Heat fans, Nick fans, uh, Magic fans of the NBA, basically. Uh, figure out. Or college basketball fans, too. Those of you big fans of Florida. Yeah, you want to see where your players are going. So, we will uh, talk about that tomorrow, J-Dubs. Very excited. Always looking forward to the NBA draft. Uh, right now, though, um, over the weekend, the president of UCF um, had a heart attack while riding his bicycle. Now, I rode my bicycle over the weekend, too, and... How did you feel? Eh, okay. I don't know. I did way too much physical exercise over the weekend. But um, President Hitt, John Hitt, apparently had been really, really overweight, lost a lot of weight, changed his lifestyle. Still, though, it's like you said, it's like a credit card. You you rack up all that debt, eventually it's going to come back to get you, regardless of yep. how much you change your life. I, I'd like to know, maybe that's one of the first questions we can ask uh, our current guest, Dr. Ken Kronhaus, the um, first doctor in Central Florida to develop the revolutionary 3D heart scan. He's over at Lake Cardiology, 352-735-1400. Uh, He's got a nationally syndicated talk show, Dubs, a heart talk live. Ooh. Turn over on our sister station, 540 Sundays from 2 to 4. I want him to change it to the heart of the matter. Uh, HeartTalkLive.com. Uh, Dr. Cronhouse, uh, how are you? Good. Let's get to the heart of the matter. Exactly. Even if, even if you don't love me anymore. Um, is it reversed? Like, let's just say, like in the case of um, President hit where maybe you, you know your lifestyle before you know maybe um larger didn't exactly eat as well as you could have is the damage that you've done to your heart is that reversible it is reversible and actually you drop your bad cholesterol down very low and you can melt the plaque away his height was too short for his weight uh-huh. and he has a family history it's all in the genes and 
you know, your risk factors. You hear they, that husky back there, uh, Matt Albert? Yeah. It's your jeans. Our, our phone screen is 6'5", 500 pounds. I'm tall, though. I'm tall for my weight. <laughs> no, you're not. you got to be like eight feet for that. <laughs> Sorry, Dr. Grothaus. Go ahead. It, it, you know, it, your risk profile is what tells it all. Your genes load the gun, but you pull the trigger. And you need to adjust your lifestyle. Heart disease is a preventable problem. And even though you have no symptoms, uh, John Hitt is a great example of most of us. Because for most of us, the first symptom of a heart attack is that heart attack. And I hear all day, I've been in practice here in Central Florida for over 17 years. I hear people coming in, hey, Dr. Cronus, I feel fine. I have no symptoms. But it doesn't matter. It's all in your risk profile, your, mm. whether you smoke, sugar, blood pressure, <laughs> cholesterol, your check, family check, history. Check. Oh, boy. <laughs> I see that. That's scary. <laughs> Dr. K. Cronhouse here in the hideout. Lake Cardiology, 352-735-1400. Also, hearttalklive.com. Heard Sundays uh, on 540. So, all right. So, How often do you come back from break with heart? Yeah, no, the band. Now, yeah. let me ask you, though. So even, like, there's nothing in particular. I guess the first symptom that most of us hear about is the numbing of the left uh, arm mm-hmm. or the jaw. Is that it, By that point, though, is it way too late? Well, it's not too late, and that's a very good point because you're talking about the classic symptoms that guys get, that elephant sitting on top of the chest, feeling a tightness in the chest, sometimes radiating to the arm, the jaw, and getting uh, shortness of breath. But women get totally different symptoms. They usually get more often shorter breath. They can get fatigue. They may not even be sleeping well. Often women don't even get chest discomfort. So the symptoms are very different. And once those symptoms begin, you just need to call 911, as Mm -hmm. uh, John Hitt did, and that's probably why he's alive tonight. Now, uh, one thing that I feel every once in a while after a good day of smoking, <laughs> I, I feel like a dead spot in my chest, a part that I know is not working. I can just feel it. That's the source for all the uh, off-color jokes that you've made. Ah. That's, your, that's what that problem is. Uh, any Anything about that related at all, Dr. Cronhouse? Well, it all depends on your risk profile. For guys, mm. I start getting concerned when you're 40 or older. For women, over 50. And if you're smoking and if you have sugar problems, blood pressure, cholesterol, or for family history, if your father died before 55 with a heart attack or had any heart attack before 55, or your mother before 65, then I would be very concerned about those symptoms. See, I I, uh, I don't have anybody in my family that's actually died of a heart attack. See, I, don't think. I don't either, and that's odd considering... A lot of prostate cancer in my family, though. Oh, lucky, look at I you. Uh, you're not I have be... a lot to look forward to, huh? <laughs> you're not going to Dr. Cronhouse, <laughs> then. Um, all right, now let me... What is this, the, uh, the 3D heart scan? I know that you ended up saving uh, butt over this. What is yeah. that? And finally, we now call it the Bud Scan or the Oprah Scan. We need some way to determine very early on whether there's any circulation problem in the heart. And in the past, the only thing we had non-invasively without any cutting was a stress test. It's like starting up the motor to your engine. But unfortunately, you have to have at least 70% blockage before we see anything on a stress test. And we now know your fuel lines to that motor, if they're only about 30 or 60% block, that can plaque, can rupture and cause a blockage and a heart attack, and stress tests don't pick that up. When you 
what you want to do is you want to image that circulation, those few lines. And the old way of doing it was going into the hospital, having an invasive cardiac catheterization. Ugh. It doesn't feel real great putting that tube in your groin and advancing oh, into the heart. Yeah. And now we have Sounds an alternative. Fun. We have a CT angiogram where you just get a little IV, you get about a half a cup of contrast, you hold your breath for 12 seconds, and we can image all the circulation to the heart. All right, that sounds awesome. And now, when did you recommend somebody doing this? Because I'm at 28. Um, I'm 25. Yeah, we're not exactly what you would call healthy people, Doctor Crow. Now, when do you think people need to start maybe checking something like this out? Well, if you're symptomatic, if you're having chest discomfort or shortness of breath, and you don't have an answer for it, that's when we start thinking about it. And then for the people who are not symptomatic, we're looking at your risk profile: smoking, sugar, blood pressure, cholesterol, your family history, and age. For guys over 40, women over 50, stress, obesity, and activity, and just eating a poor diet. All right, I'm all those except for over 40. <laughs> Damn, dude, this sucks. Yeah, my, my diet is completely microwaved. All right, two, two, things, two other things, and we'll let you go. Dr. Uh, Ken Kronhaus here in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1, has the uh, nationally syndicated talk show, Heart Talk Live, heard on our sister station, 540, from uh, Sundays from 2 to 4, also hearttalklive.com, and is also here with uh, Lake Cardiology at 352-735-1400. Let's say you're in the middle of uh, what you're assuming is a heart attack. All of us have heard about aspirin until 911 can get there. Is that really the only thing you can do until uh, making it to the hospital? Absolutely. If you think it's a heart attack, chew an aspirin. If you think it's a stroke, don't chew an aspirin. And just call 911. It's amazing if you get chauffeured into that ER how quicker you get your service. Now, now, uh... How about past drug use? How does that affect your uh, future heart problems? So Cocaine is yeah. a nasty one. <laughs> People <laughs> rarely get heart attacks in their 20s except when they use cocaine. Damn it. Dubs, uh, again, as he downs an energy drink. Uh. <laughs> How do you know the difference between a stroke and a heart attack? Well, a, a, it's all plumbing. There's 60,000 miles of circulation in the body. Wow. And the plumbing, the pipes that go from the heart to the brain, they get clogged up, and that causes a stroke. You have trouble talking, seeing, moving your arms and legs. I, I, that's what I've always thought. I've, I've always looked at myself and thought, you know, this is a very delicate balance running in my body. And one little thing, when you take one a, little blockage could end it all. When you take a step back and look at how complicated the human body is, you're right, and you think... Wow, I just spend it sitting in front of a television, mm-hmm. drinking energy drinks, and smoking. And we all do things. All of us have done things when we're younger that we regret. And there is hope. You can change your lifestyle. You can get this turned around. And you can actually see how you're doing with this CT angiogram. Uh, all right, the, the final thing, and you can get that, by the way, late cardiology, uh, 352-735-1400. I want to ask you, and I don't know how much research been, has been done on it, but caffeine's effect on the heart, specifically... The energy drinks uh, for those of us in the younger demographic and yeah, we uh, the younger demographic is just downing uh, energy drinks like nothing. I guess there's always been coffee though, and the people drinking coffee. But this, the energy drinks take it like steps beyond coffee a lot of times. Oh, too. I've seen people just downing uh, full 
full things of it. What do, you, what, do we have any knowledge at all about what we're uh, doing to ourselves with the Red Bulls and the Monster Energy drinks, Doctor? It seems like there's another report about caffeine in the medical literature every week. The latest is is that coffee with caffeine is safe for the heart, but my advice to you is if you feel it, if you feel your heart turning in your chest, if you're not sleeping well, <laughs> you're taking too much, listen to your body. Your body tells you whether you're doing the right thing. Are you uh, uh, willing to take a couple phone calls? Sure. All right. Let's go with uh, Jessica in the 407. What do you got, Jessica? Sure. Jessica. Yeah, hey, like, all we do is talk about, like, okay, blood sugar, blood pressure, and smoking and stuff. And, like, I know you guys all smoke here at the radio station. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, there's the patches, there's all that stuff. But is it that there's more stuff in cigarettes that make it harder for us to quit or what? Because it's like... I don't understand what you're saying. Jessica, nicotine is addictive. There's no doubt that you get addicted to that substance, and it's very hard to get off. Hold on. I I always thought, okay, there's no way that people start smoking without knowing what they're getting themselves into. But I guess there is. I guess there's people out there who don't really know how addictive and the risks of it. It is. It's an addicting substance, and it doesn't take a lot to get you hooked on it. It's fun the first few times for some of us. Some of us, it's horrible. But it is, and especially that horrible experience turns into an addictive experience. And then for many, it's so hard. Only about 1 in 20 people on their own can get off a cigarette. That's why Dubs hands them out to children in his live appearance. <laughs> oh, I have pictures of it. There are photos of it. Uh, we're, talking to, we're talking to Dr. Ken Kronhaus here in the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. All right, we got one more call for Bobby Hill in the 205. What do you got, Bobby? Hey, doctor. I just I have a question. I uh, I have a history of cholesterol problems on both sides of my family, and this morning I had peanut butter M and M's, Mountain Dew, Bush's uh, baked beans, white cheddar cheeses, and uh, for dinner I just had two McDonald's double cheeseburgers. Am I going to be dying soon? Hey, Bobby, that sounds pretty good. I would. Uh, <laughs> you may, you may want to add some smart balance to that menu with plant steer oils and get some oat bran. Yeah, well, smart oh, come on. Now here's the thing. How about just run yourself off of a bridge up in Philly? Because that will probably <laughs> Probably be easier for you than uh, the next three years. Well, Dr. Kronhaus, I do appreciate you coming here into the hideout. Uh, Light Cardiology, 352-735-1400. You uh, helped develop that revolutionary 3D heart scan. And you got the talk show on Sundays over at, at uh, 540, hardtalklive.com. Uh, thank you very much for the uh, education on the heart, if you will. Keep up the good work. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. That's a smart dude right there. I'm really digging uh, the information. Although I don't know what the girls' call was about cigarettes. I, yeah, I I was kind of lost in that. I thought you show she was going to ask about the exact cigarette effects, but she's talking about how she can't get off of them. Of course. Oh, please, oh baby, now. I, I I hit the music on her because she hit the three like rule in one yeah. question. Oh, she threw God. out three likes, and at that point, you're getting the caller out music. Like, what the hell is that all about? Like, I can't even imagine saying like that many times. I like, dub- it's, it's I, crazy. I saw this. Caffeine can raise your heart rate by as much as 14%, according to the Truth About Caffeine author. Uh, Chunks, quickly, I meant to get this to you earlier. You still have your calorie counting uh, book around here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go grab that. I want a quick uh, knowledge on calorie counting, because I got something for us, Dubs. I got a little info on caffeine. We we found out what it does to the heart, or what it could do. Mm -hmm. But there's a specific thing that it could do to your liver... And there's one thing in particular that I don't know whether or not it helps you, but it affects with the, it like it, it screws you the caffeine intake. 
for all of us that are, um, you know, avidly into these energy drinks. Because you look at guys 28 and under, you know, probably right around where we have. And it's... uh, It's the Red Bull. It's Red Bull. It's Monster. A bunch of bull. It's Monster. Mm -hmm. It's the Vinte uh, coffees that I get, along with the diet pills that I'm taking, too. Yeah, you just compound those all together. All right, EJ from the U says, how about a triple Whataburger with bacon and cheese? Mm. You're killing me, you son of a bitch. That sounds so good. It's a hideout. Just one more, and then the then the diet starts tomorrow. It's a hideout, Real Radio, 104.1. Again, thank you to Dr. Ken Cronhouse. Uh, good job, Chunks, getting him in the hideout. 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Let's uh, start with Shannon in 352. What do you got, Shannon? Hi, I just I heard the guy that was talking earlier, and I, I know he was joking, but people don't realize how serious that really is. My husband and I just had a really good friend that just died 31 years old. He never smoked cigarettes, but he, but he didn't need a healthy diet, and his arteries were 70% blocked. You know, it's true, too, because you really, what is it? There's even a PSA campaign out right now mm-hmm. about how cholesterol, it's part what you take in and then part family history, you know, and how it all adds up. And yeah, there's a whole, uh, they, they have a whole uh, kind of uh, equation. Like, I worry about my mom, who is just incredibly obese, mm-hmm. yet at the same time, all of her stuff comes back normal, just Cholesterol's not that big a deal in our family, which we're, we're Mexican, so I don't know if it's through the ages of all the bad stuff that we've eaten and yeah, you guys kind of tempered to survival it. of the fittest or what. But it, you know, of course, here I'm saying this now, and I'm sure I'll with, uh, with the ass problems. It'll hit me, but you know, it turns out to not be that uh, that big a deal when you turn around and you look at it. Here, really quickly, before we get to the caffeine thing, mm-hmm. so, um, I want to get to that. So my chick. Finds a lump on her breast. Oh, no. Yeah. Did it end up just being a mark for my finger? Come on. What? You got Shock jock. Why is that a shock jocky thing? Even then? Even when it's something about my chick? (laughs) Jesus, dude, have a little bit. I'm thinking you're going to temper things if one of us gives birth to a retard. No, once a... Shock jock. Always a... Shock jock. Yes. So, um... Well... She had had one before, mm-hmm. and she'd gotten it checked out, because I had actually felt one, you know, a couple months back while playing. And, of course. Uh, she was like, I already got to check that. It's nothing. It's just there. I'm like, oh, all right. Well, then she finds a new one. Oh, no. Over the weekend, I think on the other. And I'm just I'm like, now she's all freaked out. Has she gone and got them checked out yet? Well, she's trying to get it worked out. She's going to go see somebody this week. Oh, I but thought she... you meant worked out without a doctor. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how, how do you work that out? Well, she has really crappy insurance, so it's so tough to, uh, like, because if you try to go to a specialist immediately, they're like, yeah, we got some open in January. So she's got to get into a general, you know, place first to get the referral to try to get in quicker. And so it's all taking all sorts of uh, craziness that's going on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But then you just wonder, you know, here's a 25-year-old chick with, you know, a couple of lumps, and I don't know if it runs in her family or not, but, like, how scared would you be? You know what I mean? I would try to pop it if I was my chick. You can't just pop... It'd be fun to try. ...some sort of a <laughs> lump in the really breath. really fun to try. Oh, my God, I suppose. Just... <laughs> not going anywhere. Have a finish guy bite it off. A what? Oh, <laughs> 
going back. Mm-hmm. Hey. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I tried. Tried what? To not be funny? Because you succeeded. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, so he's talking about the Finnish guy I was talking about who was the their version of Jackass. Dude Sons. And this guy, Jippy, I guess his name is. And he his his thumb got amputated in a fight with a bear. They put it back on, it died, it was dead, and it had gone and it had gone black. Mm-hmm. So he decided before Never they cut, go back. before they cut it off, he wanted to take take a bite out of it, and he did. Now I thought there was something in the human brain that would not allow you to break skin when you bite yourself. Have you ever heard of that before? Um, I I could see maybe like you know if you are biting yourself and you can feel it, but I think if it's a dead zone, you have no problem. Ceiling. Why won't this play? Your mic's on. Your mic's on, bro. Whoops. Stupid. <laughs> That's why it wasn't working. I started listening to stuff in queue. I'm like, why isn't this working? <laughs> Jesus. How do you not hear that? I wasn't talking on mic. That's why. Um. So anyway. But I could have sworn there was something in your head that didn't allow you to break skin if you're biting yourself. Going back to your chick's boob, we got Colleen in the 407. What do you got, Colleen? Hey, guys. Um, well, I had an issue a couple months back where uh, I thought I had a lump, and it turned out to just be fibrous tissue. Um, have her start taking multivitamins, especially vitamin E. Mm-hmm. She takes a lot of uh, that while already. While she's waiting to see the doctor. She she does already take a lot of, like, make, not make a sure. lot, but, I mean, she takes vitamin e, vitamin e daily. I know that. Oh, nice. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, because I, I, I know that mine worked itself out without anything else. So. If you need help working the next one, I'll call me. She says it hurts too much as it is to try to pop it. Fun. I'm sure it would be fun. Uh, but does anybody know anything about this? I could have sworn that I've heard something where you cannot break skin. Even on, like, a dead zone, like, where the, the nerves well, are damaged? No, well, just regardless, I'm sure you can then because you can't feel it. I'm just but, saying. But, like, if you can feel it, you can't break it. Like, I heard that, like, if you try to bite in between your thumb and your forefinger, you can't not, your your brain will not allow you. Now, I know when I got, I <laughs> in my fatter days, when I'm chowing on a burger, I've bit my thumb and it bled. Well, obviously, you weren't meaning to. You were just such a... An animal. Right. It didn't matter. You're just gnawing away. And it didn't stop me from eating my food. I just put the thumb on one side to kind of keep the blood flowing, and uh, the burger on the other side. Why don't you slow down for two seconds? I've seen you eat, too. You're like a dog. You're like a dog. You eat so fast, so quick, and you growl if anyone tries to talk to you or come near you. Well, leave me alone for that... 30 seconds, I'm uh, eating my burger. Is anyone here in the hideout, Chunks, you want to step up, C-Lane, Matt, see if you can break skin by biting yourself? I don't think it's... Bo- Hold on a second. Come in here and uh, get on a mic. Come Go into the studio. And try to bite yourself and break skin. Get on mic and see if you can break your skin by biting yourself, because I just don't think it's... I've been Do- told numerous times. Do it on the skin uh, between your thumb and your pointer finger. I was told by, uh, in like... 11th grade by a science teacher that there was some illness, like some psychotic affliction where you'll go crazy and you'll try to bite your own fingers and uh, toes off. But it's like really rare. I've never heard of that. It was It's really rare and it made me want to throw up hearing about it. All right. All right. Chunks, you ready? Yeah. Let's see if we can get blood. God. Is it the brain telling you that, or is it just the pain so bad that you can't do it? There's something in you where you can't do it. Are you trying right now, C-Lane, too? Uh-huh. Let me try the other one. Uh, oh. Bite hard. You gotta get Harder, blood. Harder, you bastards. You gotta get blood. 
Did you get blood? All right, people are telling me they've heard of that. So there's something either oh, in the bitch. pain. <laughs> Bring it here, chunks. All right, people are telling me on the instant messenger they've heard of that. I've well. heard of that about people like slitting their throats. Like you, know, you can't go the, deep enough. Yeah, the brain tells you to stop. Did you get blood? I mean, look how deep you can see the well. You didn't get blood though. <laughs> you want to try to bite your forearm or something? Yeah. Maybe his soft ass teeth can't even do it. You and your new baby gums. Alright. This sounds like a middle school locker room. Did you get blood? <laughs> you gonna try your arm? Mm-hmm. Oh god. It's <laughs> disgusting. Oh dude, look, that's deep too, man. Did you get blood? Though? No blood. He's shaking. Yeah, he, his white. arm is yeah, it actually chill out to half bay. I, people There's are, actually a big white spot on his arm from how hard he bit himself. People yeah. are saying have someone else do it, but that's a, that's Dude. that's different. That's gonna be a blister. Let me see. Come here, I can't see. Your big fat ass is in the way. Move so I can see in the light. Oh damn. <laughs> smack it, smack it, smack it. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> no good, no good. Uh. Alright, Bobo says only a psychotic can bite themselves to the point of bleeding. I knew there was something along those lines. Well, we're going to keep trying, though. Yeah, keep, on, it, keep on trying different places. Maybe you haven't hit the right sweet uh, spot for uh, you, hey, Chunks. Let me try, well, we got to take uh, a break. Let me try a leg. <laughs> How are you going to bite your leg, uh, knee? you fat bastard? You really can reach down there? Let's try it. Die. Big fat bum thigh. <laughs> oh, it's hard because I'm so muscular down there Shut now. Up. Uh, what? Oh! Are you bleeding? No, but like rip skin off. What? <laughs> There's no blood. Somebody give me a knife. All right, no, that's you not. The, you got to do it through biting. It's cheating. not. It's not trying to get yourself. Now, to bleed. Oh, my now teeth you, are killing. What you can do, you can grind your teeth on it and try to rip it open that way. There you go. That's genius. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, you should switch thighs. It's not fair to keep attacking the same one. Now that sounds like man rape. No, it didn't work. I'm telling you, I'd give. A, well, we can't have listeners biting themselves, but Dude, that arm was gonna scar. I knew it wasn't possible. And here, this guy takes a chunk out of his own uh, thumb, literally bites part of his thumb off because of uh, well, it being dead essentially. Son of a bitch. What's the problem? I'm scrappy. What you? I don't like that stat. <laughs> you don't. You feel unaccomplished? Yeah, well, I mean, what kind of the hell kind of stat is that? What? Well, you know, you should be able to do that. What the hell's wrong with your body? You it know? protects you. Why? It, I think it does. It. Like, what if you were like in the mountains and you had to eat? I, I think in necessity you'd be able to rip through it. If it protects at that, you, you, at would... that point you'd be psychotic, I suppose. Yeah. If it protects you, you wouldn't be getting heart attacks and stuff like that. This is, you just can't chew yourself. To hide out, Rover Radio 104.1. Biting ourselves, you do have to forgive us. <laughs> it's interesting that you can't break skin. I know I heard that before, man. So, uh, I just wanted to throw that out there really quickly. In honor of the, the new guys. Actually, they're, apparently they're not jackass ripoffs. They were. They've been recording themselves doing stunts since they were in the fourth grade. 
Yeah, who hasn't? Dude, sons. Any kid, uh, any male kid who has a video That's why the show is so popular. Uh-huh. You know? Oh, I've done that before. You know, that whole thing. All right, Dubs. Or it gives them new ideas to try. Let me ask you. Yeah. What is your most expensive habit or hobby? <sighs> I would have to say right now the Monsters. The uh, energy drink. Monster energy drink? Uh-huh. How many you have a day? Uh, two usually in a pinch three. Alrighty then. So, I saw this, my friend. This is this may even scare you out of it. It depends. All right. Uh, a Monster Energy drink runs what? About two fifty. I thought they were like I thought, I thought I've seen them like two ninety nine, two fifty. Let's just say, let's say two ninety nine, depending. All right. Well, let's say three dollars then. I did it for two ninety nine. Hmm. Let's say you have two a day. Okay. And obviously 30 days in a month, depending. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's nearly $180 a month. Sure is. On caffeine, on monster energy drinks. Nearly $200. It's worth it. Is it, though? It is. I don't eat a lot. I think I can uh, treat myself. And if you're doing a Red Bull, which is slightly cheaper just because they're smaller, mm-hmm. it, it's about 130 bucks a month. Think of all the cool things you could be doing with that. Or the with debt, 180 bucks? Or the my... debt you could be paying off. As eh, opposed to, the debt will always be there. As opposed to sucking down those energy if, drinks. If I got rid of that debt, I'd replace it with another one. All right, so now, what's your other vice? Smoking. How much you think you spend on that a month? Uh, I, we figured I didn't it do out. the math for that one. We figured it out. Uh, like we uh, we run a budget at our place. You and your check. I think it's uh, 120 a month. So on your vices, mm-hmm. you got 180 for energy. About drinks. 300 bucks a month. 300 dollars a month. But see, I, I find that's a new I, car, dude. Do you realize you could be dry? My Scion now. That's about what I'm paying. Uh, you don't have the credit I have. I'm not worried about a new car right now. Maybe you could have better credit if you just spent three hundred dollars a month on vices. Hell no. Maybe in seven years. I'm getting my. I pay my bills. I know you take care of your kids. I do. All right, Tommy, your vices. What are they costing you? Does internet count? I guess you could throw down sixty a month for internet. Yeah. I don't think it really. That and actually, I've gotten a little bit better for this week only. Uh, junk food. I like I'll, I'll be on my way home. I go. I really need to go get milk, so I'll just go to Seven Eleven, and while I'm there, I'll just pick something up cookies. tonight. Cookies. Tonight only. And uh, yeah, I wish it was just cookies. Sometimes I'll get like big Hershey uh, chocolate bars, <laughs> and then I'll dip them in peanut butter while I'm trying to go to sleep. <laughs> Almighty, that sounds delicious. Though. It's really good. I need to try that tonight. They actually do that work for you already. They're called Reese's Pieces. I know. Well, no, peanut butter cups also. The pieces are it's, uh, it's covered different. in a It's like in a, a different texture that you're chewing in your mouth. Mm-hmm. All right, let I me can have... understand that. The, the, uh, the peanut butter is very dry in the Reese's. All right, so the liver metabolizes half of the caffeine you intake. It takes about four to six hours to do that. Mm-hmm. However, smoking cigarettes speeds up the metabolism and cuts that time in half. It's true. I, I know that uh, you get less of an effect from uh, caffeine when you smoke cigarettes. So even if you cut one of the vices out, you could spend less money on the other, and it would only take you 
You're completely screwing yourself by having those I'm two. Screwing my, I'm screwing myself uh, with the, either one. It doesn't matter. I just wanted to point out the financial cost of it. I'm as, listening. As you take a sip. All right, let me ask you about another habit you have, maybe. Mm-hmm. Video games. Did you know that World of Warcraft, the internet video game that we gave Putin... Well, Putin plays EverQuest, but it's about the same thing. Yeah. They have over 6 million subscribers. Wow. At 1495 a pop. Wow. They're going to take in a billion dollars worth of revenue. A billion dollars. Now, you may say to yourself, what's the worst vice? World of Warcraft or cigarettes and video- and cigarettes and uh, energy drinks? I spend less time on my cigarettes and energy drink. They help me get through the rest of my tasks. See, that's what I was going to say, is that I still think that that video game is worse for you. I think it's worse for your life, like uh, maybe not for your health, but maybe just your personal life. Well, you take into account, like, time wasted. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, you know, you bring up a funny thing about the uh, ener- uh, the um, the money wasted with my energy drinks and my uh, my cigarettes. I'd be spending that money when I was still, uh, if I if I stopped and I was still alive for those extra years. I die earlier. Yeah, I'm not going to, yeah, I'm saving money that way. All right, whatever convoluted way you want to go about rationalizing. It's true. Fine. I would spend it in those years that I'd still be living. All right, just a quick caffeine rundown for those of you that are caffeine junkies like we are. Mm-hmm. What do you think's better, a Red Bull, as far as like the caffeine kicks, like number amount of caffeine, like in milligrams or so? Or what do you think's better, Coke or Mountain Dew? Uh, Coke. No, Mountain Dew. Sorry, Mountain Ma- Dew has more. Mountain Dew sixty-one, as opposed to Coke that has thirty-eight. Yeah. Right? A Starbucks coffee or a Red Bull? Uh, Red Bull has to have more. Red Bull one hundred thirty. A Starbucks coffee, two twenty four. Wow, I told you that coffee. That's uh, I think that's worse for you than the energy drinks. A Seven Eleven coffee or a Dunkin' Donuts coffee? Uh, Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin' Donuts. Two sixty six for Dunkin' Donuts and one eighty two for Seven Eleven. Yes, Dunkin' Donuts wins. <laughs> Here's what sucks about that. I'll always go to Starbucks, but now I may go try the Dunkin' Donuts Cafe Mocha. The Dunkin' Donuts coffee's really good. It doesn't get the credit it deserves. And then throw in one of those nice, you know, powdered donuts or whatever. No, get a couple. You can get like half a dozen for like three bucks. Yeah. You're kidding. Get some custard. Are you serious? Yeah. It's, yeah. Not that, it's not expensive for donuts. Actually, a dozen really isn't much more expensive than it's half like a dozen. It's like four or five bucks. By the way, speaking of expensive habits, because you know we all have them. Just stuff. I mean, whether or not you rationalize it as needed. I just figured, while I was sitting there, like, putting stuff down, exercise equipment, mm-hmm. you know, or, or memberships. I'm spending nearly 100 bucks a month on the memberships because I got two different ones. Why don't you stick with the one? Go to one or the other. Here's the reason why. I got one, a Planet Fitness, that is literally in my backyard. Go and with it, that and one. It's, and it's cheap, plus the tanning, it's only 15 bucks. But I can't play basketball there. Don't and you have I, a basketball court at your uh, a, a complex? No. And I love playing basketball with Brett Bushy over and the boys over Tuesdays and Thursdays at RDV. And I'm, How often do you do it now, though? Tuesdays and Thursdays. Oh, you're, you're back to doing it both days And it has week? the whirlpool and the swimming pool and the cold plunge and the sauna, all the extra amenities. But I don't actually work out there. It's just basketball and, like, you know, care. That's a lot of money for... Somewhere to play basketball at. 
Maybe that's my smoking money. Instead of smoking, that's what I that's what I waste my money on. But you could find a cheaper way than that. I don't know. And then I spent money on a new bike, a bicycle that I rode over the weekend and almost had a heart attack with. Right, people want to know about these kaloshes. What are kaloshes? You know what those Anybody are? Anybody have any idea? You know what sounds good right now? Do they make those at like oh, Dunkin' Donuts? Culottas? Is that what they're asking? All right, culotta maybe. Yeah. No, kaloshes. Kaloshes or something. You think galoshes, which are a boot? No, Soft wants to know. How can people have never heard of kaloshes? Have you heard of pigs in a blanket? Yeah. Where you get the little smokies? Oh, mine are usually full hot dogs. And you wrap Wrapped them? in like uh, kind of a biscuit type thing. Better with the little smokies and a biscuit. They're so good and they're so fattening. All right, speaking of fattening, mm-hmm. I'm going to run down for you the best regional fast food. Okay. And I look, Best for you or? No, just best overall. And I look at it, like as opposed to the national stuff like the McDonald's, Taco Bell, Burger King, I look at it, I think out of the 10, I've had eight. And like at the different places, like places that are maybe only here in South Florida or the Southeastern region or Northeast or Midwest and stuff like that. Dubs, I want to know how many of these you've had, or if there are some, those of you, because a lot of us are from out of town here in Central Florida, maybe a specific place that you miss. Soph wants to tell us about kolaches real quick. All right. Hey, Soph, what do you got? It's kolaches. Uh, I don't know kolaches. if they have them. Kolaches. Uh, they're, they're like a, a bread with uh, meat inside of it, like ham and cheese or sausage and cheese. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know these. It, nobody I've never heard of them. them. Right, where, where do they sell them at? Uh, they don't have any donut places around here that sell, sell them. Like Shipley's Donuts has them, but they don't have that here. Yeah, they don't have a Shipley's. I know those were also real big. There's a place in Texas that's like a German mm-hmm. town, and that was their big thing. It's kind of near San Marcos, I think. Yeah, you're right. No, it's on the way down to like to Austin, San Marcos. You're right. You're absolutely right. All right, Soft. Thanks, buddy. All right, Bobo says an expensive habit was $300 a day for heroin in the 70s. <laughs> That's like a thousand in today's money. Yeah, it's a hideout. Think radio. I got problems. Four hundred four point one. Yeah. Welcome back. About to wrap up hour two. Monday night just blowing by in the hideout. Row radio one hundred four point one. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. Be somebody. Pick up the phone couple of our sponsors, proud sponsors here in the hideout, made the, um, like, like the big, uh, singling out, I guess, of the best, like, regional foods that if you're traveling to the area, instead of getting fast food, you should try these, you know, these chains. Okay. Of which include crystals. Ooh. They recommend trying the steamer pack, which, of course, is the two dozen crystals in the order order of uh, chili cheese fries. Mm-hmm. You're right, in an odd way it does. <laughs> I think I've done that before. The other one is uh, Sonny's Real Pit Barbecue. Of course, we're always giving out prizes for both of those. And they bring up food all the time, and we enjoy it. Like some tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, they say do the, happen, chunks. They do the rib sampler with the sweet and smoky St. Louis cut ribs, baby back. They say get the iced tea and the... Uh, how come we haven't had the homemade peach cobbler for dessert? Yeah, chunks. Make that happen. We need some homemade peach cobbler. Writing it down? See him writing it down nope. now? Yeah. I think that was a nope. No? Yeah. Yes. No? See. Uh, Other ones here in the neighborhood that you will uh, recognize include Steak and Shake. 
They say the super steak burger with the all-beef patty. We had those back home uh, in Michigan, too. Yeah. Um, not available, essentially, in the West. Yeah. My little brothers loved the steak and shake. Really? Were, yeah. They were like, can you send us some? <laughs> Shut it. Also, checkers. Checkers is good. You hear SBK's big commercials for checkers mm-hmm. here on the station. Now They say get the triple cheeseburger or the big Buford. Can I ask uh, if one's on there? Sure. Backyard burger? No. Oh. That did not make, did not make the list, though. I love that one. All right, here's some on the West Coast okay. that you probably haven't heard of. And those of you from the West Coast probably make your mouth water. In-N-Out Burger. I've heard of that. It's supposed to be a big one. Yeah, that one's huge. Everybody asks, uh, did you have an In-N-Out Burger, if you ever go to L.A. or anything? Never had. I'll save this one for in a second, because it's going to lead me into another conversation. Um, Derwiner Schnitzel. Never heard of it. I grew up on Derwiner Schnitzel. I'm sure you did. <laughs> it's a, it's basically a chili cheese dog. Uh, That's what you're getting. Uh, Taco Bueno. They say the fun fact about the Taco Bueno, when the Dallas Mavericks score over 100 points, attendees get a free taco coupon. Do you remember when uh, they were doing the thing with the Dallas Mavericks, uh, free chalupa? Yeah, this is what this is. Uh, that was from I thought it was from Taco Bell. No, Taco Bueno. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, wasn't there like a big uh, deal with the uh, like it almost happened or something, and they didn't get it, and oh. everybody almost rioted there. Yeah, it, ha- it happened a couple of times in wins. It was only if they won and scored a hundred points. Yeah, and there were a couple of times where they, well, there was one time where the team. We were blowing out someone. It was like 98 to 70-something. Mm-hmm. All and, I need is one more score. And the new guy on the team went ahead and made the layup to try to earn brownie points with the home crowd, which, of course, he did. Yeah. But the it's a, that's an etiquette no-no. That's a basketball unwritten yeah, rule. Yeah, where you win. don't run up the score. Dribble out the shot clock and let the game end. And then there were other times where the team booed. They are trying their damnedest. You know, because you still have some time left, you're going to have to take a shot anyway. Mm-hmm. And it's like 99 points, and they kept missing. You know, uh. Like there was one time, 97 points, kept shooting three-pointers, couldn't make it. <laughs> couldn't make it. Um, Potbelly Sandwich Works, I've had that as well. I had that one in Maryland. Bojangles, apparently, is here in the neighborhood. Never had Bojangles. No. Uh, White Castle. But here's the big thing that I wanted to mention. And I wanted to ask you guys about. There's this place called Hot Dog on a Stick. Okay? It's in the West, although they say they have them in Michigan and Texas. I've never heard of it. Never seen it either. They say this chain's female employees wear multicolored Fez style hats. Every two hours, watch workers jump up and down on a stomping jug to make lemonade. What? So, this is the question, and I'm I will give a prize for this because obviously you've lived an awful life. What awful gimmick have you ever had to do at work? Uh, there's places I've actually not applied for because I knew the gimmick that went along with working at that place, so I didn't want to be any part of it. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. In the uh, meantime, uh, I found some calories of the more popular meals that you just listed. Right. 
Uh, we'll go to Crystal first. The chili cheese fries, is that what they recommended? Yes. Uh, 1,320 calories. Yummy. I'm trying to put on weight. The steak and shake. Really? The triple steak burger, that's probably the least. I, I just say try so that I can succeed and be a winner. Mm. That's 690 calories. Um, the Bojangles combo meal they had was well over 900 calories for the thigh leg meal. The checkers, just for the uh, triple checker burger, uh, 745 calories, even though it is fantastic and excellent, and I still eat it all the time, even I, though I'm a This diet. was the one the most that I wanted to go get today when I was when I was looking over this. Yeah, it does this sound delicious. Burger. And hot dog on a stick, it's the hot dog part is fine in the meal. It's only 250 calories, but the French fries alone are 700 calories. So add those two together, it's well over 900 calories. So every two workers, while wearing a multicolored Fest-style hat, the workers at Hot Dog on a Stick have to jump up and down on a stomping drug to make lemonade. Christ. Have you ever had to do something that bad at a gig? Uh, there's one thing in particular. You can tell the people hate doing it, mm-hmm. and it's not even all that bad. And I'll tell you that what that one is next. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Kick it off, Hour 3. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041, and Star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Just looking at this fast food road trip, mm-hmm. and um, this comes out of FHM. Traveling across the U.S. this summer, blow off the Golden Arches for the nation's best regional joints. This included hot dog on a stick, mainly in the southwest and uh, up in the midwest, and they... They say the female employees had to wear multicolored festile hats every two hours. Watch jumpers, watch workers jump up and down on stomping uh, jugs to make lemonade. And I'm just thinking, how gimmicky and bad. Yeah, absolutely. And just like, because the, here's the thing. No offense to hot dog on a stick. Mm-hmm. But you know it's a crap job. Then you have to do a crap gimmick. Yeah. For what's probably minimum wage. Same wage you'd get doing uh, the bad job somewhere where you didn't have to do the gimmick. Exactly. We got Kitty in the 407. What do you got, Kitty? When I, ha- I worked at a grocery store, I had to be the talking directory and wear an apron on that said talking directory, and I had to wear a balloon hat <laughs> with this big-ass flower on top of it and give take customers to items that they needed. Why would I you was- take that job? I know times are probably tough, but still. They were, but I got two kids to feed, you no, know? And you know let what? them starve and at that, that point. <laughs> let them starve. Have them eat the balloon and choke. Uh, you know, and you're right on, sweetie. Like, that sounds awful. Yeah. Like, here's the one. It's not as bad as that nearly. No. But, welcome to Moe's. <laughs> yeah. It's they, not quite an over-the-top gimmick where you're wearing anything, but I love the food, so I go there all the time. And not a single once have I ever heard a true a enthusiastic. <laughs> welcome to Mouse. Now, so welcome to Mouse. They ring that little bell. Welcome hear, to Mouse. No, you hear the ding because mm-hmm. that signals that you're coming in, and they don't even have to look up. Welcome to Mouse. Welcome to the planet. <sighs> welcome to the planet. Right now, welcome to the planet. I said it first. I would never work at one of those Johnny Rockets because I walked by one time and they're doing the whole song and dance thing with all the uh, the. Uh, um, waitresses and cooks and everything. I think you'd be good at that, though. No, I'd be terrible. You grew up watching 90210. I'm sure you wanted to work at the Peach Pit at some point. <laughs> Maybe when it was after dark, I would be into that one, but not the uh, the original Peach Pit. You and Nat, boss and friend. Did you ever add anything like that? 
Were you had to work something a job like that? No, I tried to avoid work see, as much as possible. See, I would I would make up gimmicks when I worked at the pizza place. We would answer the phone different ways, like, Welcome to Big Two's Pizza, your pizza party headquarters. And uh, one time we did the automated pizza service where we made people press buttons for what they wanted. <laughs> <laughs> but the funny thing is, we didn't know what buttons they were pressing, so we, <laughs> we would just guess. You, you know? couldn't tell, and then he gets screwed up. Welcome to Big Cheese Pizza. And they, you, they start talking, you'd be paused. This is your automated pizza service. For ordering a pizza, press 1. To uh, to ask about a delivery status, press 2. And, and they'd actually press. It was, it was the funniest thing ever. And then... They would, we'd say, please hold, and we'd have a radio right next to it. We'd turn the radio on, put it up there for uh, for background music, and then <laughs> we'd answer a, the phone. You're such an ass. <laughs> How bored were you? Oh, also, one thing that we used to do, me and BJ, we uh, we had the gimmick down so good of what we had to say and everything and where we are going to go. Every other word, we would change up who says it. Uh, uh, K. Mike says, you spent two weekends at Johnny Rockets until the first time he had to do that dance. Then he was out the door. <laughs> It'd be terrible. Right. Big Rick in the 407. What do you got, Big Rick? So much, man. Uh, I never had a job where I had to do a gimmick. I mean, like, I worked at a surf shop at one point in time, and we all did the Halloween thing. Mm-hmm. And then I came in as a bump, and I shaved my head, the top of my head completely bald. So all I had was the sides and the back. And that was about, like, four inches long of hair. That was pretty cool. But uh, the uh, the whole welcome the most thing, it wanted. The one over here by UCF, those kids are really energetic. They're like, welcome to Mo's! Hey, how you doing? Ah. Here's what it is. They're young, they're still full of life. And they know it's beer money. Yeah. You know, if they're energetic, they can get tips for beer money. Exactly. You go to the one in Maitland, you go to the one on 1792. Yeah. Welcome to Mo's. Yeah. And I would rather that, honestly. I don't want people in my face yelling welcome. It's just always uncomfortable, too. Sometimes you just try to sneak in. Mm-hmm. Just so they don't have to say, because then everybody looks up. Yeah, like, it, it, it's very annoying to me. I can't handle the gimmicks. Scott in the 407. What do you got, Scott? What's up, fellas? Yo, brother. I don't think I can beat the talking directory, but I had a job at a shoe store, and if you spent like 200 bucks, they give you this gold card. Well, guys would come in and buy a pair of Jordans for 200 bucks, man, and you'd have to foul on their feet, and you'd have to scream, Gold is in the house? Well, everyone who. <laughs> Everyone who had gold was freaking thug master drug dealer and their <laughs> wife beater with gold teeth. Here I am working on my double bachelor's degrees, trying to pay my bills in college. And you have to bow to them. All right, you're a winner. Yeah, that beats. You're a winner. Hold on, dude. That is that's better than the Moe's or the talking directory to me. Uh, the talking directory was good. Yeah, but uh, having to bow to people and kiss their feet, basically. Here's what, here's what his did. His combined a saying... With, you know, a gimmick. Well, it's degrading on top of, you know, just being annoying. It's degrading to that person that to bow to someone's feet because they bought a pair of sneakers. There's no way I would do it. Have you ever gotten super involved with a gimmick? Like, what do you just, mean? Like, just run with it? Uh, any of the gimmicks I came up with a Big Cheese. Oh, <laughs> there's one we'd always get in trouble for, so we'd do it more to piss off the owner. Big Cheese Pizza, home of the Whopper. <laughs> he would get pissed off. We don't carry a Whopper. You know that. Stop saying it. And you're just sitting there doing all that. Just uh, running any other or uh, over one billion served. Here's one that I have respect for, and this is for you boys locally right here. Mm-hmm. Working at the theme parks. Uh, like 
I just one in particular that just the guy on the Jaws, running the Jaws boat, <laughs> or he has to act out the thing every single time. I've had the good people doing it and the bad people doing it. The people who are really into it, obviously, still, uh, you know, happy with their gimmick. And then the people who've been doing it way too long, and they, you know, they have to take that gun and shoot in the water and everything. They're barely even doing it. They, hmm. Yeah. Oh my God! I had a guy who was somewhere in between, or he was into it, but running through the motions. If that makes any sense. Yeah. And you're just like, how do you do it, bro? How are you able to go through every time? Hey, here's Sea Lane. What do you got, Sea Lane? Sea Lane. Okay, so I'm at Moe's the other day, and I go in, and they do the yelling thing. But the most douche chill part is when the customers and their kids start yelling at you too. The well, with the welcome to Moe's. I've never had that, and I would slap that kid across the face. That's what I'm talking about, like running with the gimmick where people, horrible. Where people oh. go over the top with it. That's C-Lane from the back. He didn't want to walk into the studio. <laughs> Lumber. He doesn't walk. Candy Lane. <laughs> I'm sure you've had some crap jobs over there, Chunks. Have you, you ever had, had a gimmick? With a gimmick? Oh, God. Well, always. I mean, this is a general one, but the different variety of the birthday songs at, like, uh, oh, any of the yeah, one. like whenever someone's birthday, you have to come out and sing to them and everything. Let's see if I remember the Damon's one. Damon's, I don't know if they have those here, but it's kind of like... Oh, a, you worked at a Damon's? Yeah, I worked at a Damon's. It's kind of like a rib shop that has big screens that show sports, but I think it was... Manassas Damon's here to say happy birthday all the way. Sound off, happy, sound off, birthday, happy birthday to you. Yes. And, of course, uh, at the how, res- how angry were you while you were doing it? And the kids and the people there think that you're happy to do it. Oh, yeah. And they ask for it every time. That, hey, and you try and play it off, you'll get the one guy, hey, you didn't forget that birthday song and free Sunday, did you? Because my kid has been waiting for it all night. And they're like, hey, well, why would you tell him? You know, when you want him to be surprised? Oh. Platinum Dragon in the 407. What do you got, Platinum? Hey, man. Uh, whoa, sorry, red light. Um, <laughs> isolate Run it. it. Just go ahead and isolate that. That's great for a promo just because. Go ahead, dude. All right, uh, I used to work for a ski shop, you know, uh, Breaker Breaker 10-4. Mm-hmm. And every five minutes, we had to get on the radio and announce the, that our shop was there. Oh, so anybody on a CB would hear you? Yes, and it was like <laughs> the same thing every five minutes. It drove me nuts. It probably drove the people nuts with the CB radios. That seems dangerous, too, man. I, I don't like that one. That sucks for you. Well, but what I'm do not... you mean, uh, dangerous? I don't know, just always having somebody yelling in your ear about your job. You know, hey, we're here. It just seems like a, like the worst than pop-up ads. Yeah, I, I that's what I'm saying. It'd be really annoying for anybody uh, driving. I'd be pissed off. That's that's an interesting one though. I've never heard of that Mm-mm. before. But it makes sense. It's like a free commercial out there, and people who have CBs need to uh, get extra stuff for it. Exactly. Whoa, sorry, red light. <laughs> I like that. I kind of wanted the whole thing, but whatever. <laughs> Let's take a phone call, and then let's put. We should have just put a little, little sound effect on the end where he crashed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then he would have been caller of the night, A plus. I'd like for someone to die on the phone. Ah, uh, allegedly. No, I would. No, no, allegedly. I liked the. Uh, it wasn't Chunk's gimmick, but everyone he worked with, where it, when he had to clean the bathroom, a little light would go on when it would get messed up. Oh, so they would go in there and dirty it on purpose. Yeah. Well, I, I, what I, was that? I had to bust <laughs> tables. Uh, 
I remember this. Up, up north when I was up in New York because it's too hard to get a waiter job up there. Apparently I was an experience, so I had to also clean the bathrooms. And there was a light in the bathroom that you could turn on when it was dirty if you were a guest and you had to run back and clean it. So the other servers used to go on the toilet, on the toilet oh. seats and stuff, and flip on the little light every five minutes and watch Fatty go in there with, with his gloves. But I got one over on them. I didn't use gloves, and then I refilled the salad bar with my bare hands. That's not getting one over on the servers. That's screwing over the people. Yeah, to hell with them, too. <laughs> yeah, that's getting the customers, man. That doesn't help anything. Yeah. That's all allegedly. <laughs> no, you just admitted to it. Yeah. Well, it obviously happened. That's a shame. We'll take a break. We'll come back. It's the Hideout Rover Radio 104.1. It's the Hideout Rover Radio 104.1. Dubs, how was the Warp Tour yesterday? Um. I, it was fun. There were there were some definitely good parts. Mostly the people out there. Uh, met a lot of our fans that I have never met before. A lot of people that uh, you know came up to the tent that have never come up to the open door or anything. So it was really nice to meet a lot of them. That's cool. The problem is punk music has completely changed. There's it's not what it used to be, and the crowd's not what it used to be. I went there, it was a lot of, like, probably 14, 15-year-old kids, and I actually walked by one of the stages, and I heard uh, the uh, the band say, all right, this song's about being grounded. <laughs> Oops. Like, it used to be, hey, this is about being oppressed, this is, the, this is about, you know, uh, doing too many drugs and ODing, you know? And now it's about being grounded. Well, that's the big thing in life right now. Losing your ability to, I don't even know what grounded even means anymore, so not quite sure. This one's called 154 compared to 155. It's about losing my space friend. <laughs> Come on, guys, jump. <laughs> Come on, guys, jump. Yeah! I hate that. <laughs> Put your hands in the air. There was one really cool gimmick. I think it was Thursday that I was watching, and they had the crowd split in half. And like part like four or five feet away from each other, and they did the Braveheart, That's where cool. where they would say yeah one two three and everybody just run into each other, which I did enjoy. That uh, do you, very rarely do you see a band that comes up with something that's really cool and different. When you're I out like there. that, but, qu- the, but the whole you know song about being grounded. Real quick, what would you say is the last great punk band like Green Day maybe? Ah, Green Day's decent and everything, and uh, you know they. I think Blink-182 killed it, though, even though I like Blink, but I think they killed it. Did you see where uh, their guy, one of their guys, is it Tom? Probably. Is all over the whole loose change 911com thing? Oh, I'm sure. He's one of those just, like, repeating it. This one's about losing your driving privileges. Thanks for coming out to the Warp Tour. So it's a lot of young ones, huh? Yeah. Did you feel old? Is this one of those concerts you felt old at? No, I I kind of, uh, it wasn't really, uh, the, the a lot of the bands out there weren't my thing, so I didn't feel old. Yeah. If I, if I really were into these bands, and then all the other people were really young, I would feel old. I, now hold on a second, though. How come you don't feel old when you're at that show and you because, can't identify because, with any of the bands? Well, I mean, in that sense, yes, but if I'm, like, into, like, the band and everything, and I find out that no one my age is into that band, it really bugs me. More so than you don't even know who these bands are, or, yeah. or even care. To yeah. me, that means that you're way older 
You're not even hip anymore. Like, you're old and you're not hip. Hey, Dubs, when was the last time you felt like that? Yeah, at the Manson concert. That you ditched me at in Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. If I could have taken plenty of other people, you insisted on going, and then you ditched me three songs in. This song's about in-school suspension. <laughs> I-S-S. 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 Come on, let me hear Come on. Oh, man. All right, well, that's... This one's about homeroom. This one's about showering after gym class. <laughs> Who hates that? Come on, guys. All right, so were the chicks on or no? In that young kind of way, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> it just started raining out there, and I felt real dirty. Although Napier did something to get on your good side. Uh, well, I wasn't out there for it, but I heard about it, and Napier was out there uh, working, which... Really hard, which was really cool. But I guess uh, when Bunny was out there and it was raining, Bunny, our hair chick, who's was so looking hot, for the three-way, looking for the uh, oh, let me let me speak about that in two seconds. But we'll we'll say first what she did. Yeah, and uh, I guess uh, Napier, we had a ten out there for real radio. Napier, uh, anytime she walked by it, would push all the water off the top of the uh, thing and hit her right in her white shirt. Oh, what a genius! Nice. That kid's growing on me. Mm. <laughs> and was she wearing a bra or no? Uh, I wasn't there when she got wet, so I don't know, but I, probably not. Okay. Because she's perky without him. Well, oh, yeah, I, I hear you. Um, So Friday night after the open door, we went to L House to drink mm-hmm. all of the heretics. She was hitting on my chick like nobody's business. Like, almost to the point of not begging... But, like, she was, and, and here's what sucks. For some reason, my girl has a low self-esteem. Okay. Thank goodness. That's why I got her. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those of you looking, look for the hot ones that, for some reason, are ultra quiet. They just don't know how hot they are. Yeah, look for the ones that are hot, but for some reason were made fun of in school. Right. For that's being, what I look for. For being quiet or uh-huh. whatever. And so my chick just didn't believe that Bunny was way into it. You know what I mean? Like, Really into it. So I'm, I'm thinking to myself, like, how do I talk her into this? And what can I do? And should she, my chick, even be with Bunny? Because in a roundabout way, once I do something with my chick again, after they're together, if they ever get together, that would be like me being with Heretic Mike. Who cares? You know what I mean? That's well, just kind of... I, I would go through him to get to her. Yeah. You think? Yeah. Uh-huh. Alright, so I'm just alright. So yeah, it's alright then. Yeah, who cares? And see, here's the thing. I think my chick is attracted to Bunny. She's kind of doing the thing of Nah, she's not really. What would God say? No, please. (laughs) Think Christ right now? Otherwise I'd say he he'd say do it. You don't, I'm your god, you don't bitch. Give, you don't give two people looks like that for them not to be with each other. Mm-hmm. With me in the corner watching. With Mike. Creepy. Yeah, Mike would be there, too. So we could have some beers. No, you guys would be uh, opposite corners staring at each other's eyes for some reason <laughs> while everything's going on below you. With binoculars. <laughs> hey, uh, I know they're together, but... Uh, Why can't we be? What does that even mean? There's no, att- there's no attraction there. It doesn't matter if you don't like it. It doesn't count then. Just watch them. It's not gay then. I'll You're thinking you. of them. I'll teach you. 
<laughs> hey, while they're getting it on. This is about two incredibly hot chicks getting it on, and somehow you guys turn Don't it into Don't worry, something. he'll wear a skirt. I'll comb your back. <laughs> I'll comb your back, you're an ass. Hey, while they're together, you want to bleach my hair? <laughs> you could be the big spoon. You shut up, intern. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. You be Maynard, I'll be Manson. <laughs> I wish. Then I'd do it. So... Hey, why, why don't we go out to the store while they're doing it? That's not gay, is it? So now i got to sit here and think. Like, how do I convince her and that it's okay? It's an uphill battle. I don't know if it is, though. I think it's... Oh, if she already said no, it's definitely an uphill battle, nonetheless. I mean, you're, mm. you're still fighting to get it done. But there's something about Bunny, dude. Play the, play Bunny's commercial really quickly. Just so people... Go to realradio.fm, listen to this commercial, and then clean yourself up. Hi, my name's Bunny, and I'm 5'2", 110 pounds, with light brown hair, and I'm looking for a girl. I had my first girl-girl kiss on the hideout, and I want more. So listen, ladies, if you're a hot blonde who's at least 5'2", have big boobs and a nice big bubble of an ass, I want you. So email chunks at realradio.fm if you think you're hot enough to come down to the hideout and take my girl-on-girl virginity. <laughs> and I guess Celine said they, she was checking out my chick, too. I just, yeah, when Dubs and uh, his chick walked up, she's like, wow, Dubs' chick is hot. Uh, here's what I'm thinking. So now we got to get the three of them together in this weird, oh, weird I, triangle, triangle. You know I, I, mean? I know it's not happening with my chick. I've uh, I've almost had her at one point with... Uh, oh, dude! All right. It was you, close. You want to talk about it? Sure. Or no? All right, so there was this extremely hot chick back at JFK where we worked. Mm-hmm. Rhea, right? Yeah, Rhea. Oh, yeah, now I remember what you're talking about. And this girl was a hot blonde. I think she's one of my friends on MySpace. Oh, is she? Yeah. If she she ended up saying yes to my uh, invite. And so she and your chick, was it at the Christmas party where you and I got drunk and were freak dancing? No, it was at a live show. No, it was at at the uh, Coyote Coyote Ugly Gig. What? I I'm sorry, it. I couldn't get just that get one it. out. Just get it. What was that? I couldn't get it out. I I understand, though, because the idea of the two of them together is so pleasing. Mm-hmm. It really is. So, Rhea seemed to be way into oh, it. Oh, she was all over. And how come your chick said no? She's just not into it. Because if you, I mean, because that's... That is actually who would be perfect for Bunny. Blonde, big boobs. Mm-hmm. Okay, ass. Oh, she had a nice ass. It was kind of tartish face. She just looked a little distant. Dumb as a rock. Oh, she was an idiot. I just sent my chick, Chunks, at realradio.fm. She goes, huh? Question mark? <laughs> That's uh, to get with Bunny. But you couldn't talk your chick into it, huh? No. And even, like, uh, they were dancing a lot at uh, Coyote Ugly and everything, but it just wouldn't go any further than that. Just dancing, huh? Mm-hmm. See my chick's grinding not, too. My chick, mm, I remember that, dude. That was a good night for you. I'm, I'm giving you high fives, thinking this is it. I was hoping. Everybody in that building at WJFK wanted to get with Rhea. Mm-hmm. Well, she was really the only option there. Yeah. What Madonna? You're gonna go with Madonna, Miss Pantsuit USA? Jesus, the, I can uh, only imagine Coyote. the uh, Coyote, 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 Coy
I couldn't get that one out. That was a tough one. I right, see now my chick is pulling the same thing she's pulled with every other girl that wants to get with her. It may be an uphill battle. She's pulling. Right, after the, they say no once, it's really tough to get it going. Here's what it is. It's not impossible. She's doing the kind of creeps me out. Uh, why? I don't know. Why? Because okay, she's here, interesting. Here we're going to do. You're, you're going to take her for sushi for a month straight. Get her used to it. <laughs> Shock so, jaw. This ain't that bad. <laughs> We'll bring soy sauce to the event. If you need some... Uh, little rice. Yeah, if you need some rice on the side, I'll make it happen. We'll do it on a better rice. That's one of those I would. I would just hang out and watch. Throw stuff? All right, now I'm just having a conversation with her. What's she saying now? Ew. Ew. Blank No. But here's what she's saying blank no to. The sushi? Yes. <laughs> not the bunny. See, you'll you'll get used to it, though. It's not even it. Now you're scaring her with the whole sushi thing. That ain't what it's like. Sure it is. I've been there. No, well, then the girls, spring rolls. The girls you're with <laughs> need to do a little cleaning. No, sushi's good. She goes, you're going to end up leaving me because I have no interest in women. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Hit the bricks, sweetheart. Get to liking. Oh, boy, that'd be great. If not, oh well. No, not a well. No, she's good. She's a keeper. You and Mike can go shopping, like shoe shopping or mm-hmm. grocery shopping. What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> I'm talking about a couple of chicks getting together. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I figured you and Mike were going to be kind of close. Yeah, you guys are going to get to know each other. Cuddle well. <laughs> yeah. All right, let me ask you, if we do end up finding the chick for Bunny... Do you think he'd let us watch, like, Bunny and the other chick together? Why not? Do you think they could do it here in the hideout? Mm. Mike would go for it. How about we do it at 11 after we go off air? Yeah, yeah of course. Okay, special we'll... heretics uh, open door. Special um, they invite have to compete. They have to compete to watch. Oh, speaking of competing, we need to talk about this. Where's Trunks? Is he back there or is he in the no, office? he's in the office. I want to I run this by the Phillips file. We have three spots for the poker tournament. Mm-hmm. Chunks is in because he did so well last year. I'm in because I'm finally going to be able to be in town. I was out of town last and year. You, and you just got into poker this year. Exactly. I just can't get into poker. I've tried. So, dude, I think you'd like it given the right opportunity. I really do. I'm sure I would. See, I was with my little brothers and learned the game, so it's just, it's kind of fun that way when you're beating up on your little brothers. <laughs> and they're too stupid to know what to do. <laughs> So here's my idea. The heretics are so into poker. Mm-hmm. I want to have a competition for that third spot where we do a little heretic poker tournament, and whoever does the best out of that gets our third free slot to play. And the I others, like that. And the others can, you know, buy and do whatever they need to do. Mm-hmm. But we get that our third and final spot. You know, Tommy last year did it. How'd you like it, Tommy? Um, I actually did really well, so yeah. I liked it a lot. <laughs> did you want to do it back? I, I just assumed you didn't want to do it again this year. I don't know. I kind of want to go out with my record being very very good, but I did knock Shannon Burke out last year, which was... Ouch. Yeah. Ah, maybe uh, maybe this guy wants to jump into this. Captain Spaulding, do you want to be uh, the third in hey. the poker tournament? No, listen. Bin Laden's <laughs> playing. Do you know what the World Trade Center had that Bin Laden doesn't have? What? Windows? Gravity. Come on. Jesus. 
This guy is so wrong. You're just working all the WTC humor. <laughs> you got any more? No, I, I let him go. Oh. You got to see what his follow-up joke to that is. <laughs> Last week it was, do you think they thought that the World Trade Center was a parking garage? Which, again, I wasn't going to let him go for a second. I want to know what all his, what his World Trade Center humor is all about, though. Like, where that comes from. All right, do we need a break, or can we keep going? Keep going. All right, awesome. So, anyway, well, Tommy, I'll leave it up to you. If not, it may all be decided by the file if they want to do it that way, and you, you'll get that third slot. I just assumed you didn't want to be in. I'd like to go either way. And just watch? Okay, why yeah. can't we isolate that? Yeah. Of course, he does isolating. One? Yeah, it's Otto was telling me that there's only so many cuts. I've already had to delete things out to get more stuff in. You're such a liar. No, I swear to God, you can only have 150 cuts. Well, take some of mine out. There's none of you. Ass. Don't or get, mine. Don't get that out of the freaking archive or do it, Chunks. I dare you. <laughs> All right, so here's the other thing I wanted to talk about this break, then, since Candy Lane's in the studio. Um, Ten ways to ruin your internship. <laughs> Okay. Number one, the entitlement syndrome. Oh, and we've had a lot of these people roll through the hideout. That it's true landing an internship has already sweetened your chances of securing a job. Not really. But <laughs> the internship is essentially a summer-long job interview. Sorry, Putin. Yeah, that's exactly, that's who I wrote down here, Putin thought that since he got the internship... He didn't have to work it with the bosses. Yeah, that he was, you know... And then when Mad Matt Mateo comes off the street knowing, you know... Knowing the right people. Knowing the right people, and he gets the gig, and Putin does, and Putin essentially quit on us. Mm -hmm. I kind of understand it, but that sense of entitlement. Those of you college A's maybe going into your internships... And we're yelling at them the whole time. Talk to the big bosses. Let them know that you're here and working. Um, Number two... No flip-flopping at the office. Essentially, don't dress like a bum. Yeah, no uh, flip-flops, no open-toed shoes. Here's who's guilty of this. All of the interns that we've had, Putin, Mm -hmm. Pooch, Gibbs. Open hoof shoes for her. (laughs) C-Lane. The only one that isn't, Napier. Napier does dress well, usually, except for when he wears the Punisher shirt. But... More often than not, Napier's dressed decently. Mm-hmm. Like he could work somewhere else. Um, forgetting to unplug. <coughs> Essentially, you know, talking on your phone, playing with your IM. Yeah, sitting there chatting when you're supposed to be working. Here's the biggest offender of that. Hooch. Yeah, Hooch could not stop. She was always text messaging on her phone. About just sh- like a full plate. What about a lot of calories to burn. Short-lived donkey lips. Oh, I forgot about donkey didn't, lips. Didn't you guys make in a there. bit out of that? Like, because he was just talking on the phone so much? To that yes. Guy. Dumb girlfriend it I is. forgot, though. Donkey lips probably dressed the best at all he is. And True. He, and he was the worst. All right, so Hideout Road Radio 104.1. These are ten ways to ruin your internship. Here's a big one. Being a wallflower. Now, that means you go into the gig, and... You get the gig. You're too passive. You know what I mean? You're very shy. 
You don't... Which I don't think Sea Lane's a victim of this. No, I, I think that was Putin and Hooch. Yeah. I think we were new, they were new, they didn't know quite what to expect. Mm-hmm. And couldn't really catch on. A lot like Central Florida. Um, <laughs> ducking the extracurriculars. That means you throw parties, you throw gigs. A lot of times these places want to make you feel welcome. That's a big one if you're in a law firm. If you mm-hmm. go and you summer with a law firm, they will specifically throw parties essentially every night to woo you. Yeah, try to get you uh, feeling comfortable there. If they like you, you'll like them. And it's probably mandatory. Mm-hmm. So Even if they don't say it's mandatory, go. Here's the one that pissed me off the most, Putin. Putin never once came out with it. He came out what? He came out once to Latitudes, mm-hmm. and that was it. And that's when we had weekly uh, gigs down at bars and everything. He would never come out. So that actually says a lot. Grunting about grunt work. Uh, yeah, most of them. You're an intern. you got to realize, in addition to, you still need to you know, understand you're getting water, you're pulling papers, you're doing research, that kind of stuff. And Hooch would bitch about that probably the most. Yeah, and like uh, even like the gain water thing. Missing the big picture. That's another way to ruin your internship. <laughs> and essentially that says, don't be afraid to venture outside your immediate team or department and learn how your responsibilities fit into the big picture. They're yeah, all guilty of that. Yeah, and I think uh, they, they don't understand how important their job is around here. We put uh, actually a lot of weight on the uh, intern's shoulders. We give the we give our interns more opportunities than anyone else. Mm-hmm. Airtime, chance to learn things, screen phone calls, do all kinds of stuff, and you sit there and you waste it, you big fat baby. <laughs> Ceiling. Uh, failing to ask questions. Yeah. They all fit. Fa- I think all of them failed at that except for Napier. Napier asked too many questions, but. Better too many than none. Yeah. I never, so at least I, you know what you're doing I wrong. I never hear a question from C-Lane. C-Lane probably has the most potential out of inter- any intern we've had here. Mm-hmm. I asked Tommy and Chunks a lot of questions. Yeah, maybe maybe it's good because we don't get the questions. Well, then good. Stay away from us. Mm-hmm. We're not interested in helping you. Good. Rejecting criticism. Um, all but Napier. Again, we could we could demoralize that kid like nobody's business. And, and he's he, so, yeah, he'll still be the same guy as before you were demoralizing and him. And he'll soak it up. C-Lane, I wonder about. C-Lane tends to get withdrawn when you begin to focus on him a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I understand. He's a star. <laughs> and waste, Sing bet. You ever heard it? Yep. Actually, no, but... <laughs> I kiss uh, a lot of my guy friends. <laughs> I love and that song. wasting time. That's all of them. That's us, too. Everybody. No Everybody in, on this damn show. No intern has ever, ever utilized the time that they're given. Nope. And they may for the first few weeks, but then they get complacent. Let me tell you who I think the best intern is, or has been, just in our time at Real Radio. Gomer. <laughs> Gomer, to me... He wasn't our intern, was he? He came in for like the first day of his internship. No, I'm, t- I'm saying not here, but oh. since we've been at Real Radio. Oh, yeah, that guy has just made himself a part of everything. I mean, he's, first of all, he's a character. Yeah. He's, you can't take that away from him. He's always, he is SBK's bodyguard, essentially. Mm-hmm. He's what Chunks was yeah. to us in the beginning. He's falling off. No, please. Are you kidding? Chunks who? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
just a grunt. That's all we get from him now. See? And that's one of the things they say don't do. Don't mm. grunt about grunt work. Mm. And, you, and, you literally, and you literally grunted. That's just my heart. How I'd kill. <laughs> I'd kill for a, uh, for a gomer. Mm. That, what about that nippy winkle who came up to the uh, open door on Friday? That guy seems a little loony. We could use some of that. You boys just don't like him, do you? Who's Nippy Winkle? He's he's a guy who's applied a couple of times. Always send over, sends over ideas. Tommy hates him. I don't hate him. Yes, I see you grimace every single time. I no, trust me, I don't hate him. Well, then what's the problem? <clears throat> Somebody else. Whatever. Chunks. You don't like no, him? Don't try to Chunks. pawn it off on me. What's the problem, Chunks? Nothing. He's just trying to pawn you pick, it off on you me. You pick Napier over Nippy Winkle? Napier. Uh... Napier kind of weaseled his way in. Ow. Made <laughs> me feel guilty. He's like, I already paid for the class and I can't get my money back. <laughs> yes, he could have. You can always get your money what back. But he gave me that look, that sad look. He's like, I, I understand. Well, I'm glad we got him anyway. All right, here's somebody who wants to be an anti-Matt. He wants to be an intern? I'd love to have anti-Matt. Anti-Matt, it seems like he would be a star. Like, he could be our Bronx Johnny. Yeah, he's got uh, everything going for him. Can you imagine how fun it would be in the office, too? Like, if Andy Matt's typing up, like, a game show, a questionnaire, and he just looks at Matt, and they just, like, <laughs> staring at each other, starting fights. I'm sure. I'm sure there'd be plenty of fights back there in that room. That's the thing, though. That's what I want. That's what I was hoping for when Tommy and... Napier were getting into it in the beginning, a little tension on the show. But Tommy took it too far. Well, Tommy's ready to slit his Achilles heels. And I'm thinking, well, we can't run with this bit anymore. Tommy will actually kill him. <laughs> Don't physically threaten the interns. Let's have a little content for the air. Not many good radio, though. Well, yeah, for uh, two weeks. Hey, hey Captain Spalding, you have a follow-up to that joke? Hey. Yeah. What's worse than watching Bin Laden climb the World Trade Center? What? Parkinson. <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> what the hell? Should we? You got another one? Well, you see, a metal patient doesn't have gravity; they just float around. Uh huh. You know, I turned my radio off for a change. You hear it? Yeah. Well, uh, when does it catch up? Sixteen seconds. Man. Keep listening. It'll happen in 16 Play seconds. Play that gravity joker you cut me off. No, listen. No, we, we, we turn up it. your radio. Go turn up your radio. Hmm. You confused him. No, I didn't. You turn it up? He's smart. Man, that's about half a minute. <laughs> Close. 16 seconds. It's half a half a minute. 16 seconds? Yeah. Hell. Almost a minute. I, it's going to catch up. Hold on a second. Just listen. Here, to I'll me. make a test. All test. Right. Here, I just said it. Test, 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 test. We told you. What do you think? We're lying to you? Did you hear me say test, test? Yeah. No, yeah. say it again. Wait Let me... for the test, all right, hold test on. to come hold... a second time you know the distance. His... All right, you got to go turn up your radio, say test, test, and then go turn up the radio so we can hear it, all right? I'm listening. No, turn no it I want to be able to hear yeah, it. Yeah, turn up the radio so we can hear it, too. Through the phone. Here, I just said, hear me say it again? <laughs> yeah. All right, say it one more time. 
I mean, how long between the test, test, the test, test? About a minute. <laughs> 16 seconds. Uh, <laughs> much longer. All right, hold on. One, two, three, four. Nah, you're you're half a minute to a minute. Half. All right, hold on a second. I want you to say test, test, then say one one thousand, two one thousand, all the way to sixteen, and you'll see it's sixteen seconds. Okay. <laughs> say it. Test, test. One one thousand, two one thousand, three one thousand. Four one thousand, five one thousand, six one thousand. Not supposed to do this. Seven thousand, eight one thousand, nine one thousand, two ten one thousand. <laughs> Up to ten one thousand. Yeah. Go to sixteen. <laughs> All right. Can't get to it. All right, do you want to hear what it sounds what it sounds like counting back? I heard it. I heard it. Dick, you do the honors, buddy. Let's count it down. <laughs> Thank you, Ryan. We're less than 30 seconds away from the big moment, and we're coming up on 20 seconds. That's it. Bye. Seconds. There it goes. They're waiting in anticipation. Captain. Oh, what a legend. There we go now. Look at her. Oh. All right. There it goes. Down she goes. 15, 14, 13, 12, uh, 8, 7, 6, uh, 4, 3, 2, 1. Happy 2006. <laughs> Thank you, Captain Spaulding. It's a hideout radio 104.1. In the dope show, we're all stars now. Welcome back into the hideout. Real Radio 104.1, wrapping up hour three. 407-916-1041, star-1041, if you have a singular wireless phone. You know what sucks? Yeah. I passed my flying test with... Uh, my, 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 I'm sorry, not flying test, my sleep test with flying colors. I had my... Why does that suck? Because... The, I thought for sure I had sleep apnea, and that's why I was so lethargic through the day. But apparently, I'm sleeping just fine. Mm -hmm. Even though last night, I could have sworn I felt like I was awake all night. I was like that. Um, I got my testosterone test because I was like really just like lethargic and like even more so than now. And I was like, well... It's got to be my testosterone because uh, I knew one of my martial art instructors was like, I just got mine tested. It was a little bit low, and now I'm ripped and I have all this energy, blah blah blah. So I convinced myself that's what it was, and I got it tested. And like, no, it's it's normal. Dude, I've done that twice now. I watched my thyroid because I thought that probably has to be, mm -hmm. you know, one of them. And you're thinking, not only will I feel better, I'm going to be ripped and in really good shape. And, and I just have to take this one little shot once a week. No thyroid issue. I was so disappointed then, and now with the sleep test. Maybe you're just depressed. Maybe you need to go to a psychiatrist. Uh, no, not really. I'm, <laughs> I'm probably the best I've been in a while, to be honest with you. But still, you're you're still uh, angry and tired, even though everything's going your way. I haven't been angry a lot lately. Not in the past week. No, it's been about two weeks. Ever since this... Thing that was in my lip. Mm -hmm. Ever since I went away, I haven't been as angry as much. It was really quite the irritant. 
But now I'm thinking, all right, what's the next thing? What can I go to next that's making me so lethargic? Is it time just for meth? Because with no sleep apnea, no thyroid issue, I don't know what else there is that's left. Can you think of anything? That's why I thought maybe it's all in your head. Other than just being plain-ass lazy. And I don't know if they got anything for that. For just being plain-ass lazy. That's why I'm thinking maybe it's depression. I don't... I'm going to ask Tommy, because you mm-hmm. don't know anything about anything. <laughs> Tom, yeah, why'd you ask me, then? Ask Tommy first. Because your name's on the on the sign. I don't care. I don't care about you. Tommy, am I depressed? Yes. <laughs> what? I feel great. How'd you sleep last night? <laughs> God, dude, it was like I was awake the whole time. They came back, they told me it was normal. I'm like, you got to be kidding Really? Your mind's racing. But they could tell in my brain that, you know, I was asleep. Mm-hmm. But it felt like I was awake the whole time. Like, all night it felt like I was awake. You should probably get your thyroid uh, checked. Already! <laughs> <laughs> Smack Daddy in the 407, what do you got? Smack hey. Daddy. Yeah, this is me. This half? Yeah, go ahead, buddy. Hey, well, I was, I'm going to tell you what your problem is. First of all, tell me what time you usually go to, go to sleep at night averagely. But, I don't know, one to two. Okay, and what and and how soon after you eat a big meal do you go to sleep? Actually, not very, not very much anymore. I've uh, I I, I eat my last meal like around nine. Nine? Because yeah. I used to do the same thing. I get you know stoned or whatever and go eat a pint of ice cream after eating the meal and oh, then go great. to sleep thirty minutes later and then I wind up. Wake up in the morning and feel like I was drained, like you know that just didn't get no sleep. Yeah, no, that's not what's going on, Smack Daddy. I'm telling you, too, and I've had this forever. Mm-hmm. Well, Maybe it's just you. You know what? That's a that's a damn lie. I haven't had this forever. You know as long as I've had this? How long? Since I've been fat. But then again, the older that I've Why gotten... Why'd you get fat, though? Because I got married. And you're probably depressed. Oh, yeah. And repressed. That's why I'm not married anymore. <laughs> so it looks like you're depressed. Mm-hmm. And you're still feeling the effects of it. How? You can know what's going on, but still be depressed. And everything can be good, and you can still be depressed. What would I have to be depressed about? Though? Exactly. That's why you gotta go get it worked out. Son of a if bitch! You, if Only you can, in America. If you can pinpoint it, you wouldn't have to get it worked out. Only in America can you be depressed, but have nothing to be depressed about. Maybe you're having too much sex. That is true, dude. And maybe you shouldn't have sex for like three years. Mm-hmm. What? That's not going to help me. Yeah. It's worth a shot, though. You can rule it out that way. It's all trial and error. So no sex um, and no eating anything that tastes good and go see a therapist. All right. People who have never heard anything about clinical depression will probably be surprised to find out what the illness can cause. Uh, unable to make simple decisions, sleep 20 hours a day, begin crying for no apparent reason. And <laughs> That's you. Thus... Bipolar disorder. Oh, boy. Decreased energy. Fatigue. Lethargy. Diminished activity. Insomnia. Lost of interest in pleasurable activities. (laughs) Radio. Crap. They got pills for that now, man. Buck up. I don't want a pill, man. There's no reason to... Oh, thank you. There is a reason. My chick sent this to me. Thank you. (laughs) 
social withdrawal. Oh, sweet Jesus. All right, I'm depressed. It's official. <laughs> oh, who is wrong now? Why are you telling me to shut up? <laughs> shut up, Johnson. I don't want to hear it. No, Cruz. I don't trust you. I'd rather hear it from Tommy. Tommy, what's your diagnosis? You're depressed. Thank you. I don't think you're even clinically or have uh, bipolar or anything like that. I don't think it's anything that even medicine would be needed. I think it's just... You need to talk it out with a person. I, I, maybe would, that would help. But you want to hug it out? I don't hear you, Johnson. Whatever, Cruz. Uh, I call think... me by my first name, Dro. Just get it out. Alejandro. <laughs> Dro. <laughs> Go ahead, Tommy. Doctor, Doctor Bateman. I think it's just uh, that's the way your body's used to uh, living, and you don't know any other way. So right now, there's nothing bothering you, but you're still stuck in that same pattern. Here's someone that can uh, get you even keeled, just like him, Captain Spalding. You're back in the hideout. Hey, why does the Statue of Liberty stand? Why? She has no place to sit. <laughs> the worst stuff ever. <laughs> At least you aren't him. Whatever. You do, does he sound? He sounds happy. Like he's got uh, any sort of a depression? No. Actually, he does sound pretty happy. Uh, Always thank, coming up with the jokes. Thanks, anti-Matt. One reason you're depressed, Miami Heat. Appreciate How's it. your work? Uh, you had a shack attack. When you go to work, is everyone there usually supportive of you, or, or do you feel attacked there? Huh, let me see. As far as coming into the hideout and having support from my friends, I'm going to have to say it's a big fat uh, attacked from all of you, except Napier, Team Hefe. Well, maybe if you didn't attack everybody, they wouldn't attack you back. No? Other questions, Dr. Bateman? I'm just going to ignore Johnson. How's your best friend? How's your relationship with him? Do you guys talk? Uh, that's funny, though. I don't know who my best friend is. Uh, not it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Hour floor. It's Monday night. Hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Now, uh, Chunk's already not edited. Your uh, being your best friend. So me and Tommy, do we have to play for it? And Matt and C Lane. As far as not it for being best friend. Yeah. Whatever. I don't want you guys as my friend anyway. I'll just take this ball and go home. <laughs> we have a doctor uh, on for you though. Yeah, I'm sure he's legit. Doc in the 407. What do you got? Hey, I got your uh, whole problem figured out. What's up? You're suffering from an associated disorder. You're from Texas. You've only been here what a year. Uh, about, yeah, 15 months. About 15 months. You're, you're out of your element. Unfortunately, you've landed in Orlando. Well, I'm not saying anything bad about Orlando. But uh, in your case, you're... Um... Hello? Did you hang up? No, I swear. Sure. He's still mm-hmm. on the line. All right. I swear to God. Thanks, he, Dubs. Yeah. I didn't hang up. Thanks a lot for that. He said... Uh... Every time someone's about to help me, best friend, you come... Barreling through. Alright, hey. Alright, here's the thing. Here's the question for those of you that go to therapy, because I guess a few of you do. Tommy has been cured. I've seen that he's on the verge. He's better than I've ever seen him before. Mm-hmm. And why don't you want that? Can I go to his therapist, or is that. Why not? I don't know. 
Because what if he says stuff about me, and then I say stuff about him, and the therapist kind of knows it Why are you even talking all. about me? Uh-oh. I don't know if I am. I'm just wondering. Is that something you can do? Can you share a therapist if you're... Sure. If you're acquaintances. Why not? Just seems wrong. I don't think the doctor's allowed to talk about it. I know, nope. but then they know. Yeah, but the doctor... And how do they not slip something in? Like, how maybe she says something like, well, you think your boss is maybe demanding too much from you? You only make so-and-so an hour. Why can't he put do best of? And I want her planting seeds. Ew. I'll give you the number. <laughs> Ass. Well, uh, maybe you should try working on the website, Hefe. Maybe you should take some of the uh, weight off his shoulders. You are making the majority of the money on the show. Why are you making his job so tough on him? I know that's what it's going to be. If I look at him just giggling. Just giggling because I know that's what he talks about to his therapist. No, I'll just find out when your your appointment is and I'll just come by early and sit outside listening in. Bug the place. You know, and I'm sure if there's any bitching going on in his therapy sessions about me and not you, Johnson. Actually, I haven't talked about you guys for months now. That's awesome. I, I've come up? No. I just said that to be... <laughs> so it's me! <laughs> you could have been talking about me. You said you guys. Right. No, not you. Oh. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Fantastic. Do you want to talk to the doc again? Yes, if he's real, if he's not going to hang up before he, he's going to cure me. Hey, you, you, unfortunately, it was it, that was my fault, and I do uh, I do beg your pardon on that. All right. Your uh, your problem is a very simple fix. You know, like I was saying, that associated disorder thing, it will pass. You need to spend more be. Damn. What's up with these phones? The, yeah, the lines—they were screwing with them today. Something with the. Reflex generator or something along those lines. Spend more what? Yeah. I saw your hand. What? I saw you reach for line seven. Huh? And hit an empty line. You ass. The lines are packed right now. I, I couldn't do that. No way. See all of them? like a Christmas tree. That's them. Huh? <laughs> that was the doctor's old line. Thanks. Oh, why? We've already cured you. You're depressed. You got to start doing drugs. It's about my time and the when will Hefe start doing drugs pool. I think I lost. I might have yeah. a month left. I'm not going to do drugs. Damn it. Why not? I'll give you some of the They cash. work for me. It's not going to happen. They make you happy. I'm fine. They take the pain away. Maybe you need pain. Become a cutter. Cutting is not going to help me. I think it will. Oh, you should get a gun, too. <laughs> I'm getting one. Yeah. No, Tommy. Tommy. <laughs> Please. I found him a good one, a Desert Eagle. That's what? a bad idea, dude. That's a bad idea. 50 cal. He claims that if I get one, he's going to get one. Yeah, I'm oh, God. <laughs> well, you guys want to come over? Well, I don't want him being the cool kid. You know, i got to get one, too. Imagine these two living in the shoot. same house is with it, guns. Hey, is it wrong to threaten little kids with guns? No. Yes. Not the kids. I know who you're talking about. That's <laughs> absolutely all right. Okay, so I've been feeling kind of sick. So Saturday I wanted to sleep in. 
and and at t- at noon I heard this, and my dog starts barking. I'm like, it sounds like it's kind of far away. Maybe someone upstairs is just knocking real loud, and I just ignore it. And, and my dog starts barking, and I I'm like, Jesus. And I get up and I look at the people. I don't see anything, but I still open the door anyway, and I hold my dog back. And as soon as I open, she lunges for these three little kids, and they're like. My daddy was in a car accident. He's in a wheelchair. Can I have a cigarette? <laughs> and uh, Chunks wasn't even home, and he's apparently he's trying to cut down on smoking anyways. And I go, no, no one here smokes. And I slam the door because they're always asking me for cigarettes or asking me to go light his cigarette for him. <laughs> and I know, I know where he lives, too, and if I'm walk, walking Tommy's dog and I go around the other side, I'll purposely walk probably about three-fourths of a mile out of the way so I don't have to see the guy. Tommy's got you trained to walk his dog? No, he's not trained. I feel badly. For, like, sometimes she'll, like, jump for the door, and I can't let her suffer. You know, I, I can't, I mean, like, he'll go exercise a lot, like, late at night. All right, Matt's afraid to say this, so he typed it to me. What? Thinking, thinking that I wouldn't give him credit. Great, Mo and Larry are going to have guns. <laughs> <laughs> and now Tommy the Death Stare over to the phone screening <laughs> software and Matt Albert. Matt Albert on the top of the list. People anyway, like so, to shoot. so then, then about four hours later, I was sitting around... And I hear another banging on my door. Not not a knock, it was a bang, like I owed money to someone or something. So I look out the peephole, again, nothing. So I'm like, are these kids back? This time it was just the oldest kid who was maybe five or six. <laughs> uh, yeah, the others, the others, one's like four, one's five, and one's six. So they're not exactly like really supposed to be out alone. So then she goes, my daddy wants a cigarette. Can I have one? And I go, no one here smokes! And then I slam the door again. <laughs> so if I'm thinking if I had a gun, I could just, you know, stretch. <laughs> shoot them. And, well, and then be done with the problem. Well, maybe not shoot them, but shoot at them. Yeah. Make them dance a little. Now, you're saying that's wrong. No. You can't do that. Hey, here's kind of breaking news, not to interrupt Tommy. Mm-hmm. And his groundbreaking story. And his children death wish that he has. Rush Limbaugh was detained for more than three hours Monday at a Palm Beach International Airport. Back af- on the pill? After authorities. And we're going to take a break. Uh, ah! I'll tell you next. It's the Hideout Rural Radio 104.1. What the hell goes on back there? Praise. Encouragement. <laughs> He's a good kid. Good apple. It's a hideout road radio 104.1. 407 star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Uh, all right, so you ready for this? Yeah. Here we go. <clears throat> Let me find it really quickly. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh. Rush Limbaugh was detained for more than three hours today at a Palm Beach International Airport after authorities said they found a bottle of Viagra in his possession without a prescription. Ah, just Viagra? Apparently. Hoping it's a Viker, the hillbilly, hillbilly heroin again. He had it in his luggage. The problem, the bottle itself was not in his name. <laughs> it's in his man friend's name. 
Hey, Philip. And of course, you remember he got accused, essentially, of uh, having multiple doctors give him overlapping pain-killing prescriptions. It, didn't he settle that? So it wasn't even an accusation. Well, no, he was accused. Yeah. I mean, that, he was guilty though, too. He insisted that he was not guilty. Not guilty. But he did settle on it. <clears throat> Apparently, he was returning. He was returning from a fl- on a flight from the Dominican Republic. Ladies and gentlemen, I needed to go get a 14-year-old girl over the Dominican Republic. What could he do with a 14-year-old? Oh. What do you think he had the Viagra for? I'm thinking. Help him read? <laughs> crossword puzzles? <laughs> they, Use it as a bingo stamper? He was let go, though. They confiscated the drugs. He was released around 5.30 without being charged. Yeah, it's just Viagra. Who cares? This guy has a history, a pattern, of having illegal drugs, or having legal drugs... Illegally. Illegally. Yeah. I mean, it's not a hard drug to get. He could go there and get Viagra. No one's going to question him on it. Right. I don't know why he's sneaking around someone else's. Maybe he doesn't want it, uh, people knowing that he does Viagra. I have no idea what it is. I mean, it, it can hurt the ego a little bit, I guess. But so many men do it. I don't think it matters anymore. Bobby Hill brings up a, an interesting point. Could you imagine if this was any of us and we were, you know, busted with this? We'd be in the prison with all the guards having their way with us. You think so? You think Viagra? People would uh, they'd throw the book at you for Dude, it? you can't come back with any sort of drugs without a prescription from a foreign country, can you? I was, I'm just wondering if they were uh, prescribed to him or prescribed to the person over there, over here, and he traveled one way, got through. Traveling back, he got caught. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Son of a bitch. Well, this will be interesting, nonetheless, to see what goes down. All right, let me ask you guys what you if you agree with these statements or not. All right. All right. <clears throat> Um, let me see here. When you have sex with a friend, you care more about their pleasure. You want to make sure they have the best sex of their life. The first time. Just so they can keep coming back? Yeah. You hook them. You got to try to hook them. Yeah, I don't know what the friend part has to do with anything. Just any chick, period. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, let's say it's a person just one night stand. Okay. All right? It's a one night stand. Do you care about pleasing them in any nope. way whatsoever? I do. It's like an ego thing. If I'm not going to see him again and I don't want to see him again, I care less. Well, because I always picture, like, what if I run into them, like, six months later out somewhere and she's with some other hot chick and he goes, oh my God, that guy over as, there is so amazing. As long as you apologize afterwards for not being so long. I just, as I sit here, in between the two of you, looking back and forth in this uh, mm-hmm. sexual experience ping pong, as I turn my head back and forth, I can see that Tommy has, I don't know if it's self-worth, but its there's something along that line. He says ego, but there is something, too, about wanting to be good at something. You know what I mean? And you honestly... I, I want to be good to myself. But you sure you have no care at all about pleasing the other no. woman. No, why would I? Even on a one I say I'm not a woman. Because Tommy makes sense in that if you're good to the one, 
there's a very good chance that it could lead to you having sex with other girls. Because you know girls talk about who's good at it and mm-hmm. who's not. And that specifically... Now, that, can, that, that changes stuff. If, I, if, if it's someone I run in the same circle with, sure, I'm going to try to... Uh, if I want to be a repeat offender or if I want her to spread the word to her other friends. But if it's some fatty and I want her to tell her fat friends, no, I don't care. They're gracious. They're getting anything. I don't know why you'd be with a fat chick yeah, to that's begin a, with. Right, that's why because... I'm not with you. Why would you go after a fat girl? No, I didn't go. I wouldn't go after her, but if she pops up on my doorstep, what the hell? I was an idiot. Looking for cookies? Yeah. <laughs> I'll hide one. You find it. I was an idiot. Go digging. I see I'm with you, Tommy. I think you want to lay the pipe as well as you can on the For on, on the haps of the sex referral because it happens. There's no doubt about it. If a chick who is open sexually enough to have a one night stand with you sees you out again, knows that her friend's really in need of some, knows that you were good, doesn't really care about you feelings wise, and almost wants to recommend. I can understand but that. But girls usually don't want to recommend to another friend because they don't they they are jealous creatures. No, that's not true. They that's are very true. They're jealous, but they will they will talk a lot. A lot but they more won't than they won't do it on a recommendation saying oh, that you should yeah. hook up with them. Yeah, they would. Or not even that they would necessarily say you should try, but if they just mentioned, Oh my god, that guy over there was really good, then that other girl's gonna be like, Hmm, well maybe I should give it a shot then. But aren't if if you're having a good time, aren't they having a good time? No. God, what's wrong no. with you? I, I hate you. I, this person with all of three sexual experiences. Three why, now. This is why I'm asking. In the I last week. No, no. If they're ha- if you're having fun, it just means you're having fun. They it, might they might be having fun at the same time, but it does it's not guaranteeing anything. Just because she's smiling, Matt, she's probably like a baby and has gas, <laughs> and that's all it is. Well, that's part of my freak. You know what? Also, I think it's also kind of a power thing. Because mm-hmm. if you're really good in bed, you can get a girl to do almost anything or tell you anything that you've ever wanted to know. Um, explain like well, if you're if there's some sort of it's like a even just like even actually not even in bed. Sometimes I just feel like I have this power over like say I'm seducing a certain girl and I can tell she's kind of into it. I can just like. I'd say anything or do anything, and I just have complete control over her. All right, that's me with my chick. Yeah. That's good news, then. That's good news. And Except then, for getting her with Bunny. But I'm close. I think if you really wanted to, and I you sh- have that control, should I take Should I take it up a notch, then? Maybe I've been slacking a little bit lately. Yeah. Maybe I take it up a notch with her. Really give it to her just, good. Just sit there, uh, you know, tossing a brick in your hand. So you going to do it? Hmm? No, I'm talking about sexually, not threatening domestic violence. Uh, who, you aren't threatening anything. You're just laying the seed of letting her mind wander a little bit at that brick, wondering what you are thinking. You aren't. You never What's say. This? You never say. Hey, I'll be hit you in the face with this brick, but you, she knows it's a possibility. What kind of a relationship are you in, dude? A good one. No, you're not. Or just have a crowbar, just banging it in your hand. She might think, shock, jock. Box cutters, whatever you need, whatever you got close to you. See in here, I don't got a whole lot, but I can find something to scare her with. See, I don't think Dubs has that power over his chick. Well, I have more than you think. Where do you get it from? Being honest. I want to hurt you right now. I really do. 
Emotionally or physically? Both. And she knows it. All right, Soft says give her the stone cold stunner. Yes. Kick her in the stomach. Drop her down. Best thing about it, doesn't leave any face marks. Do you realize... Jaws and chin a little bit. Do you realize what a Neanderthal you sound like? I'm sure I do. Are you proud of that? <laughs> I don't really care. That you've grown into your dad? Uh-huh. The man that you always... That you despise almost? I don't find it to be a problem. I don't ever threaten. I just intimidate. It's like it, when, you, when a cop pulls you over, he's not... Threatening you, but he's intimidating. Here's what it is. He sure is. You are, you don't have the ability that Tommy and I have. (laughs) Tommy and I. You're throwing yourself in there like you've ever had one of those things where you were so good they told their friends about it. Absolutely. You can't even get her to do a three-way. Oh, what? You can? I got closer than you. You have have to sit there and toss a brick up saying this is what's going to happen to you if you don't kiss her. It works. I have a method, my friend. You need to get one. Matt's applauding in the quarter. <laughs> Tommy and I are advanced enough sexually. <laughs> how, no, how are you throwing yourself in there? Yeah, there you are. Drinking your uh, Milwaukee's Beast. Exactly. Throwing Playing can- target practice throwing with her forehead. At her. Yes. Making her uh, cross-eyed for the night. Because she keeps on staring at stuff, hitting her right in the bridge of the nose. Stop. Thank you for another uh, staying ovation. You shut up, Matt. Uh, your girl's got you so whipped, it's crazy. That is true, too. Going warped her? Uh, no. Uh, I just got this from uh, Anti-Matt. Cheers to Dubs. USA. 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 Kind of like Switzerland. Well, seeing as how I'm Brazilian and Italian and my two teams are going to up in the World Cup. <clears throat> Speaking of, Matt, how is your relationship with your chick? All right, why? Uh-oh, all right. <laughs> That's not I'm good. just waiting you went for out the date yesterday, didn't you? No. What happened? We just went out. It wasn't a date. It was just kind of a hangout thing. It's a date. You guys are going out. Whatever. You guys are going out together. If you guys leave anywhere, it's a date. If you go out to, you know, you want, sit down you, dinner. You want to know something creepy? What? All right, so. I know what you're going to say. Don't say it. Why not? It's disgusting. It was. It's going to be worse <laughs> than talking about the guy eating his rotten uh, thumb, thumb off. Yeah. I, um. So I get home Friday night. Mm-hmm. Ugh. <laughs> so that's what it sounds like when it's typed on the I am. <laughs> You know what want me to tell? I don't have to. Yeah, you do now. No, I You don't. can't build it up. I'm sure I can. I can respect his privacy. I can't. Go ahead, say it. <laughs> I have AIDS. Okay. I have AIDS, though. <laughs> I have AIDS, though. So, yeah, there was a test laying out. And... What? What kind of test? Hmm. It is funny because here's how I know he's whipped. All right? Mm-hmm. Matt Albert. So, apparently... Um, he's just laying around useless. Then sure. all of a sudden he gets a phone call. Like, and, it, and it's so funny because I've never seen the kid move so fast unless there's nuggets in the back room on an open door. <laughs> so Matt Albert and his new girlfriend, he gets a phone call. I can hear his phone ring on Sunday. Hops up 
runs out of his room in to take a shower, and then bolts out the door. Wow. Just pee with that gazelle. Like no one's business. I was asleep at the time, and I was late. That's why. And what Is she late? Uh, no, she's not late. <laughs> okay. Hey, let me ask you, dude. Oh. Hold on a second. Have you worn? Have you at least worn a condom since the last? Since I last... had to. Oh, oh, oh she's not a repeat oh. offender. Well, uh, it's that time. Ah, uh, lucky. So that's pretty good news. Go for it. That means you avoid. Does that mean he he dodged the bullet the first Definitely. go around? Well, it was. It's only been like a week though. I think. I think he still dodged it. He he was right in the prime time though. Matrixed it. You were in the ovulation. Wait a second. No, 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 no. Ovulation's after. No, wait a second. She's on the shot. She doesn't get that time. Uh, with the shot, you get it very sporadically. No, no you don't. Or either you get it constant and it doesn't stop, or you don't get it at all. Now with the shot, at the shot, you don't get it. That's like the benefit of get. Chicks are willing to put on the weight mm-hmm. so well, that they don't get it. it. There's two different ways it can roll. It can roll where, but well, usually when you first get it, you're... You have it for like like a month straight. That lying bitch. She's uh, not on it. I don't know. I don't know. I, uh, she wants to show. What's going on? Uh, Kill me. All right, Tommy just typed this to me. He's really nervous now. <laughs> Capital L O L. I see his foot tapping a lot. I can see him back there biting his thumb. God, he's hungry. Damn it. <laughs> Hold on a second, dude. So either she's not on the shot. And you like a retard on your first time, um, with twenty years of twenty one years of just built up pressed DNA, <laughs> like he man <laughs> did something that could get her pregnant, or I don't know, or what, or she's lying to you and she's really not having it and just doesn't want to have sex with you again. <laughs> Who's that good? Yeah, I, I, I ruined it, and she doesn't want me back. Dude, either way, it's not good news, is it? I prefer the second one. As well, yeah, I would too. I would, I'd prefer that uh, she just doesn't want it again instead of lying to you. And because he, he is so close. He is so close, like in the time period, like from when he first had sex to the, the um, yeah, the menstruation. That it literally that one could happen, I think, and then you may not know till next month. I'm pretty sure it can work that way because he was very, he was very close. There's no way she's on that shot, dude. Not if she if it's her, if it's that time. Tommy's Four, giggling back there. What's going on? I'm just watching his facial expressions. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. Hey, I want to find some. Go talk at the top of the stairs. Okay. <laughs> I want to find some people that uh, know more about the shot because my chick was on it and she never had her period. Oh, my ex too. That was the added bonus. But I remember her saying, uh, if you do get on it, you'll like uh, have a non-stop one at first and then it'll stop. What are you going to call baby Matthew? Uh, Marcus. <laughs> when, when you call him on the phone. When you Bastard. talk to him from far away. When he calls you on a radio show. <laughs> on a Father's Day bit. It's a hideout, Rural Radio 104.1. What's that, fat bastard already run away? <laughs> it's a hideout, Rural Radio 104.1. 
1041 star one zero four one on your singular wireless phone. Let's wrap it up on a uh, fri- on a Monday night. Mm-hmm. Matt Albert, however, did not on his first time, and, and we're trying to find out what's going on. His chick says that she's on the pill. I mean, uh, got the shot. Yeah, depo, which uh, usually will have you not have a a period. And now Matt, who did not protect himself, did not. Let's just say he did everything you could to try to have a baby. <laughs> Mr. Mom from the 386. What do you got, Mr. Mom? Michael Keaton. Hey, congratulations, Matt. <laughs> Screw you, father. Hey, I just want to let you know, man, my uh, my wife was on that shot for uh, stop taking it. And uh, my period and then... Yeah, exactly. so he, she, it, it, to have a period... You have to be off of it for a while. And that's the thing. They even tell you, after your last shot, it's going to take you a little bit to get back into the normal method. It could be up to a year. Normal rhythm of life for women, the cycle. Mm Mm-hmm. So what do you think it is, Matt? You think either... I hope it's uh, two. The second option where she just didn't want to sleep with me, which I have no problem with. I went 21 years without it. I'll go another 21. I just don't want another bastard kid in the world. I will strangle it myself. You wouldn't be a kid? You wouldn't be a father to that kid? I will take it out to the woods and drop it off for the wolves. A beast. Why do you say that, man? How come you wouldn't want to be a dad and break the cycle? I would stone cold stunner it if I had the chance. You stop being a shock job. I would. Shock job. I can't stand kids. Why don't you want to be a father? That's... That's part of you, dude. Well, it's a part of life. That's what you're supposed to want. My dad wasn't a dad. Why should I be? Oh, God. That's that's a ghetto mentality. No kidding. I don't want to break a stereotype. I don't care about Farrakhan. Snoop Dogg. Jesus, man. You want You're going to want to have to break the cycle, you and your little mulatto baby. (sighs) Well, we're hoping she, uh, she's not supposed to have a cycle. That's the problem. All right. I'm I'm being told tape is being pulled on this already for when you're a father, mm-hmm. so we can play it back for your kid. Hopefully, it'll be deaf. Damn, that'll just be more money and tests you have to shell out. Yep. No, I'll just snap my fingers next to it. Oh, it's not responding. Let well, me ask you something. Is that seriously maybe why you don't want to have a kid because of the fact you may have to grow up and get a job, be a man? No, I'll just see how fat it's going to get, and that'll just depress me more. So you're worried that it would be just like you? Yes. You don't want to bring it up. You know, you know the the uh, troubles you've had coming into this world, and you don't want to put another person through that. They could make it's a noble. Nut, they could make a nutty professor four just when it hits elementary school, and it would be all over for the kid. So you're thinking, hey, I had such an awful life. There's no way my kid could have a good one. Yeah. And that's why you would go around committing baby homicide. And. You know, I don't have the best genes. I mean, look at me. <laughs> Anti-Matt said, when I think of Matt Albert and his son, I think of Earl and the baby from the dinosaurs. <laughs> Not the mama. <laughs> I do like flannel. <laughs> Sinclair! <laughs> Be working at a quarry. You look nervous, dude. What's wrong? Nothing. Walking around with your big-ass lunchbox. Do you want to call her and ask her if she was lying about being on the shot? Sure. I think I have her number. You stood oh, on. hold on. Exclusive here. Thank God. Matt Elbert's baby. <laughs> You're not up. Goo-goo. Gaga. 
<laughs> yep, that's him. Food! <laughs> Calling from the womb. <laughs> hate that kid. Already? What's the like? It's part of me. This is like Central Florida, then, not liking you. There's already <laughs> petitions to send it back. Wouldn't that be funny, though, if he came down here? Just to knock out the first white woman he slept with. I don't think Nougat can get a chick pregnant, though, and that's what I think he, he's got going on. Nougat. He's so dirty. <laughs> uh, there's a... I'm going to touch it. Don't. Ew. That's what got you into the trouble. Yeah. Maybe if you would touch it more. Don't you really wish that you had... Uh... Stayed a virgin? Yes. I didn't even stayed a virgin. But just bagged it. All you had to do was, you would not have any of these concerns if you had just worn a condom. This is a lesson to you who are still virgins out there. Happy, well, what did you do when you worked at Albertsons? <laughs> I was a bagger. Exactly. You knew how to bag. You should have taught the uh, young man living in your house. Mm. I should have, I, I would have figured that he just would have known his sister gave him condoms for goodness sake when she, when she moved him down here. And he... He hid Tang in it. He was just carrying it around. It. I have one in my wallet. <laughs> That's the wrong Tang. You do have one in your wallet now? Yeah. That's wrong. <laughs> yeah, actually, it does. Don't be carrying them with you. You're supposed to keep them in dry, cool places. I'm sure your ass is moist as hell. Ugh. I keep it in my front pocket, and I never open my wallet, so I'm sure it's dry. <laughs> <laughs> you are that cheap. <laughs> this is Florida. It's, it's got dust collecting on it. You're going to be a daddy, dude. You'll babysit. <laughs> You'll be my goddaddy. Wrong. Yeah. I don't think so. Yep. Well, you wanted a pet. It's the next best thing. I already got one large bear. Can I chain it next to Cody? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Your dog, Dubs? Well, I do uh, have a uh, a toy that I call it Baby. When did you like, go get the baby. <laughs> so now she can have a real one. What's going through your mind right now? Let me hear. Size. Just a bunch of size. I like little boys. And little girls. I like want neither. Right, let me, hold on a second. Hold on. Like, have you talked? Have, did you try to have sex again? Did no. You, why not? Well, oh, well, how did you know that uh, that she was on? Did she just count and say it? Because it was that time. Well, I got something else, but I didn't get that. Oh. <laughs> so nasty. <laughs> yeah, enjoy it. <laughs> That's... Uh, yeah, well, you keep talking about what you get during the ride over here, so it's I, disgusting I, the hell out of me. I just, ima I I just imagine afterwards her face looking like it's been painted like for Nam, just <laughs> with all the dirt going on. Like it's Hamburger Hill. <laughs> <laughs> That's what probably... Everything is food. Everything you food. Eli, this ain't your show. But she said that, you know, that's all you could... That's all she could do? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Ladies, are we wrong? Is there anybody out there that has... The depot shot? Oh, we got Shelly in 727. Shelly. Come on, Shelly. Okay. Go ahead, Go. sweetie. Yes, I was on the shot, and when I was on it when I was much younger, I didn't have a theory for a long, long time, but my friend now, she was on it, and she was older, and she had a period almost constantly. So do you know how long she was on it for? 
How long has she been on it? Like a year and a half. A year and a half. Ooh. Yeah, not sure about that one. I am a nurse too, so that's a little bit long. Oh, now that's the other thing I hear about depots. You're not supposed to be on it longer than two eight. years yeah. or three years, maybe three years. I think time to get through college. Hey, Matt, think she lied about anything else sexually? Oh, <laughs> give me an H. Give me an I. Give me a V. Victory! It's a high five! Yay! I have AIDS, though. It's a hideout, Rural Radio 104.1. Let's wrap it up on Monday night. It's a hideout, Rural Radio 104.1. Yeah, Matt. Finding out that Matt's chick may not have been on the contraception that she thought she was when Matt's first time happened. Or at least that he thought she was. All right. And this this shows you, guys out there, that you gotta take the matters into your own hands. Literally. <laughs> Not literally either. Um, I've been I've been trying to uh, uh, get a hold of some Planned Parenthoods and stuff lately. Finding out about the man pill. I want to get on it. I I wear a condom right now, and I'm with a chick I've been with for five years, but we don't want to get you know pregnant. And I'm ready just to do the pill myself. I would, too. If they had a pill, I'd take it. I think they do. I've seen a few of them that are out there now. I think it's just in the testing stages, though. That's the problem. I think one's been approved. I'm pretty sure. I'd hear more about that. Matt was the test group, but he took the placebo. (laughs) Ooh. (laughs) Dude, man. You guys see this is legit. Here's what sucks, and this actually says a lot about you as a human being. Oh, thanks. I'm sure this is going to be positive then. <laughs> yeah, like you got anything positive uh, for us to say. Except for Congrats- the, uh, the the pregnancy test. That's yeah. the only positive you have going. Congratulations, you can grow hair unevenly. Thank you. <laughs> you still wouldn't go get a job if she was pregnant. You don't think so? I know he wouldn't. Matt, would you? He would not want to take care of that kid. The fact that he's not jumping at it tells me that, yeah, you're right. There, there would be no, like, parental instinct at all that would kick in and be like, you know I what? I need to take care of this kid. This life is about more than me. I must protect this house. Sure, <laughs> someone screwed me up, but I'm not going to repeat the cycle. I'm just going to sit here and play PlayStation all day. Or Xbox. <laughs> and that's funny. It's true, though. I would oh, laugh, I, I, but I know exactly what it is. I believe it, because if anybody said it to me, I'd be like, hell no. I'd get a job. You have to if you got a kid. But he didn't jump at it at all. <laughs> if he somehow, just sat there. If somehow, God forbid, it my chick ended up pregnant, and it was her choice to keep it, I would, I'd have to go get a second job. I think the only way he would go get a job is to raise money for an abortion. I'd go walking. <laughs> yeah, we do another walk so you can you raise walk, money. You have to walk a lot farther to the airport, big guy. And see, that's the problem, though. He's not... He'll put... Literally put out for one day and do the most extreme, stupidest thing you've ever heard to raise some money as opposed to actually going and being a productive member of society. And he's not arguing. No, not at all. It's just going to have you yell at me more. 
He'd be calling up Brett Bushy. Oh, is there anything I could do to maybe uh, win a bet from you? Because I need to get rid of this kid. I got a G-string. <laughs> I don't know. I, just, I, I need even... to get rid of something about the size of small football. <laughs> but I don't understand, like, the mentality. Like, what's what's that mentality? I know a girl. She wants to be a tackling dummy for a few weeks. <laughs> I need her to fumble something. <laughs> It's not funny for you. It's funny for us. You can't laugh. You it's have no nervous, reason to laugh. It's a nervous laughter. But why? What is it in you that's, that had? You have no drive. I'm not sure. You, you you had enough drive to come down here. I hate to drive. You had enough drive to try to <laughs> to go after this girl and now potentially knock her up. <laughs> There's just no drive in you to make any sort of money. You're man enough to uh, do the thing. You aren't man enough to step up and take care of it? Be a man. Man. Thanks, Maury. <laughs> Here comes the envelope. <laughs> Matt, you are the father. No! No! Look at the eyes, Maury. Look at the stomach. This definitely is. He's got his belly butt. <laughs> Big. <laughs> I could have brush handle in it. You know she's just completely avoiding it, and it drives me nuts. Mm -hmm. I'm on the verge of banning him from the show until he gets a job. Yeah? Would that be uh, enough for you, Matt? Because uh, here's anything. the thing. Can you... I screen phones? No. No, you're banned from coming up here. And you can't contribute on IM. It's time to do something drastic, dude. It's been six months. And you hadn't tried... People have called up and said, I will give you a job. All you have to do is call them. Essentially saying, all you got to do is call me and I'll get you a job. That, Just take that much of a step. That one guy I was in Tampa and I'd be uh, missing most of, a lot of the shows. Well, you're about to anyway. If you have to miss some shows, you have to miss some shows. It's the way it goes. I can rhyme more if you want to. That's talent. Can you rhyme on time? No. Because it's not a crime. You could I am, but we credit all the jokes to Napier. Put him over. <laughs> all right. No, that's the problem. No. All right, you know what? I, you can't ne take a joke. Not next month. No, it's not about taking a joke. It's about stopping the free ride. Tommy, if did I not call this? What? I just knew one of these talks was coming. It was either going to be in the car, riding home, or... Well, and then, and then, and then you obviously know. you know something's going wrong. What you, and that's the problem with you, is that you wait until the talk comes instead of doing something. If there's no legitimate job potential, by next Monday at 7 p.m., you're not coming in. Oh. You're that, on a timeline. That gives you a week. One week. I'm not going to be like uh, the Bush administration and set no timeline. I'm Iraq. Yeah, but I you would... don't pull out, so that's the difference. Exactly. <laughs> I will withdraw, bitch. <laughs> what do you mean? I knew one of these talks was coming. <laughs> of course one of these talks is coming. How long you go free ride, uh, you man? Know, I, you know, the fact that he knew that the talk was coming. It's just that, all about no. how you act towards me that, when the one of the talks is coming. That pisses me off more, though, that he knows that it's coming and he's just going to wait for it. 
You know it's coming. You're just going to sit there and wait until it's time? I mean, just the fact alone that's what scares me that if you happen to get knocked this chick up, that wouldn't be even be enough to motivate you. Maybe the thought of losing this show is, or maybe it's not. And you decide, you know what? All right, if I'm gonna, if my freeloading's over, then I may as well just go back up to Maryland. Speaking of loading, what? You can't make a joke about your chick, but we can't in these times anymore. <laughs> See, that pisses me off. The a new one of the talks were coming. Mm-hmm. What is that? In a sense, it's if I feel even more taken advantage of. All right, well, I'm just going to wait till he says something. And then I'll, for the first few days, look like I'm looking, and then I'll go away again. Exa- no, exactly. That's exactly what it is. Oh, because I've been there. I do it. I do it. And the, the casual dropping of the mention, well, I filled out a... I looked for I filled out an application today. Oh really? Where'd you go? Well, I did it online at home. You gotta go there. The place I went to didn't uh, have the applications. Why'd you go like... next door? There's places everywhere. Just because one place doesn't do an application in there, you're already out and about. Rocket. I mean, while you're and that's the thing when you're going out for applications, you go out and you literally get like ten if yeah. it's your first job. And fill, you don't have a lot to put down for employment history. It's not Quick. like it's going to take you a long time. Damn, dude. So his girlfriend's pregnant. <laughs> I have AIDS. <laughs> you know, here's the funny thing. I, I think he, And so does the baby. I think he really wishes he did. That way there would be this sympathy thing of, well, just live out your well, life. he is a lesion on your life, so. Carcinoma. Mm-hmm. Got nothing to say. All right. Just about to find another funny fat guy. That'll be hard to do. Ooh, ooh, me, me. <laughs> Chubby. Me. Virgin. Put on about 200 pounds and we'll talk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's got the grunt down. Yeah. He's getting there. Oh. All right, wake up with the monsters in the morning. Shannonburg middays. Phillips file in the afternoon. Hideouts back at seven. Be somebody always talk good. Be ashamed if you have any sympathy for Matt Albert. <laughs> Way out, bitch. Five thousand. Five thousand. Five thousand. I have AIDS though. I'll be smacking my hoes Everyone knows it goes Kick him to the floor Step on them hard Step on them hard Kick him to the floor Cause I I'll be smacking my hoes I'll be smacking my hoes I'll be smacking my hoes Not interested I don't I 5,000 <laughs>